Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of SNTR Gaming News coming over a very lengthy stream of announcements about Lost Ark and what they're bringing to the game in 2022. If you're looking for all that info, I will have it right here at the start of the stream. This is a live stream, so if you're watching the past broadcast, it's probably about three hours long, but everything you're looking for is hopefully right here. This is an SNTR update. Lost Ark is on its way February of 2022, and they recently took to a live stream to come over a host of announcements for the game's changes going forward in 2022. And thankfully, somebody did us a great, great service and interpreted into English, and I'm going to come over the biggest highlights from that stream. If you like these videos, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my uploads, or check out SNTR Gaming. I may be streaming right now. That's where I recorded this while I was live. Now, here are the highlights from the 2022 updates. Now, these translations were not done by me. They were actually done by the Space Alpaca of the LOA Reddit community. So thank you to the Space Alpaca for this translations. So coming in 2022, there's going to be no more fully equalized hell mode. They will still equalize eye level, but things like tripods, engravings, ETC will no longer be invalid. They're going to focus on class balance in 2022. Specifically, they want to bring up underperforming classes in builds. Now, I like anytime I hear that. If somebody starts talking about balance and their first order of business is to bring up the underperforming, that gets very very exciting because it means they're not just going to squash the stuff that people are enjoying. For PvP, they will balance stat effects and equalize equalize CC duration. They're going to restrict the number of raid runs per account to cut down on extreme cases of gold generation. Specifically, mentioning too many people that were running stuff like Argos 7 plus times. Inflation actually hurts free to play the most adding more gold sinks to address uh specifically they will shift the dungeon raid rewards from costing crystals to costing gold so they're attempting to balance their economy because again when you're in a free to play environment and people can sort of tilt the scales by running something in a very inordinate way compared to the rest of the community it can cause problems they're going to better uh hard or hell mode rewards for the legion raids optimization clarity around the back or front attacks with some new icons balancing and set engravings lots of quality of life improvements they're going to do uh, streamlining and adding in-game tracking of dailies and weeklies that's always good to see when quality of life updates the ui tracking something that games like lost ark can sort of fall prey to is just overwhelming you with too much on the screen and making it really hard to see everything. They're going to move to DirectX 11, which is exciting. They're going to get a 1.5 times FPS improvements in many areas and in better load times, so that should be exciting for anybody who's been playing or played the beta, and maybe you noticed some of those problems. There will be two new classes under the Specialist Main class, an Artist Support class, which will be releasing in January, and a Damage Dealing class, which uses Weather Effects. Realm versus Realm Continent called Rowan Out will be in December 29th, so they're doing something Viking-themed on December the 29th. Um, there's going to be a second new continent called Elgacia, which is going to have a new Abyss Dungeon, story exploration, and all this is going to be happening around the summer. So they've got plans even beyond February when the game finally lands in North America. A third new continent will be also added as well, uh, called Plesia, which will explore Armin's past. A fourth new continent called Valdis, maybe maybe 2022 or maybe after. So they've got a lot of plans to add continents to the game. A female Zerker will be coming. They're going to go through older classes and update skill animations to be in line with the newer. 
There will be a third awakening, not a choice between first, second, and third, but entirely new uh, gauge for each class. Uh, they want to develop events and content that's geared towards fun and less hardcore than just endgame raids. That's always good to hear. I think live events and, and limited time events can be very enjoyable in games like this. A new type of PvP not based around current fighting mechanics. A battle royale mode, which to me, I'm very interested to see how they pull that off for a game from this perspective. They're also considering doing a tower uh, uh, tower defense and some kind of Mario Party-esque board game with mini-games. So they're, they're really throwing a lot behind this game if they're going to be doing battle royale a tower defense and sort of a mario party style game Uh, more relationship levels for certain npcs more festivals and housing related things and lastly a new pro pvp league uh in korea so that's going to land there first so a host of things coming to 2022 and beyond for Lost Ark. If you like these kind of games, we've been sort of uh, niching down into New World and MMOs, and we're looking forward to playing Lost Ark as well as Elden Ring. We do all that live on SNTR Gaming, so head over there if you made it this far in the video, and if not, hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss these SNTR updates, and I'll see you in the next one. And I will see the rest of you right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Thank you so much for being here this morning. A whole host of updates coming to a game that we are planning on covering. We really, really enjoyed the beta. If you haven't had a chance to check that one out yet, you can go back and watch those play sessions. They'll give you a very, very good indication of uh, of what what the game is like if you want to go back and watch my gameplay sessions. I actually put a handful of days into this game, and I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I'll be staying in Louisville on my way down to Florida. Any recommendations on a hotel on the east side of Louisville? I honestly don't know. Um, we don't we, we don't stay in hotels in Louisville, <laughs> and when people come to town, they generally stay with us or with friends. So I don't have the ability, unfortunately, to give you a very good recommendation. Uh, sadly, I wish that I could. I, I really do. I wish I could give you a, uh, a better recommendation than that, but I can't. So um, <laughs> I can recommend restaurants if they're still open. Uh, looking forward to Lost Ark and Ashes of Creation, says Atomic T. I'm craving a new MMO, and I don't really like New World. Yeah, New World doesn't hasn't landed on as many people. Is Lost Ark coming to only PC? Yes, ADJC. Here's the thing about Lost Ark, okay? Final Fantasy has great controller support. I can see New World getting controller support and controller support coming to um, coming to, to, to console. I can see New World coming, you know, to console. However, I don't think that's ever going to happen with Lost Ark. If you, if you saw, they have in-game controller support, but I don't know, man. I, I just, I feel like... Maybe because they already have in-game controller support, it's more likely to get a console port at one point in time. Um, maybe at this moment in time, I'm not. I am not going to hold my breath just because of how complex it is. No, I've not seen it yet, Brandon. So I, I don't know. Most games that that have built-in, uh, you know, they have built-in controller support. It'd be surprising for them to not eventually land on console. It's like you've you've taken the time. To create an entire menu and controller support. Now, I initially tried controller with a character that really wasn't built well for it, but there's just so many things you have to do quickly. They'd have to really optimize some of the... I wouldn't call it controller support. I would call it controller interactions. So if you're going to jump into Lost Ark gameplay, 
and you're going to be using a controller, there's these moments where you need to like move a target on the screen independent of your character, and you have to do it fairly quickly to launch your attack. That's gonna, that's really challenging on a controller, right? I don't really know much about it as far as newer PC games. So imagine if you've played Diablo 3 on console, imagine having mo- like twice as many attacks as you have in Diablo, and some of those attacks requiring you to like drag like an area of effect circle or an attack targeting circle and you're supposed to drag it to where you want the attack to be in the midst of like super intense very fast combat while dodging and getting out of the way or something um now paul is saying the update to DirectX 11 is a console hint right the fact that the fact that they're rolling things up into DirectX 11 could be a hint that they they do have plans to uh come come to console they managed in hades well enough you'd have to get if you watch any footage valiant you'd really have to watch footage of lost Ark to get what i'm saying i might i might not be doing the greatest explanation of it i tried it with controller and there was a handful of attacks that i was just like oh my gosh this is going to be so much easier on mouse and keyboard it's just requiring you to do too many things simultaneously i think is mainly the issue Lost Ark does not even need consoles. They didn't even need the West Market for the last six years. That's going to be one of the primary dilemmas to it coming to console is that it's been so successful on PC in the Korean, I believe, is the only market. There might be one other market that it's in, and they've just done totally fine. So them coming to the West is not necessarily going to necessitate them getting a console. Um, can you send me the Amazon email for the return? Um, I think she just needs this. Uh, I think, I think. My wife is trying to return something. Um, hang on. She's trying to return something to Amazon. Let me see if this is all she needs. Just that. Uh, if not, I'll just forward it to her. She's trying to return the the. She got these like Pyrex bowls for Christmas, and they uh, they some of the like the measurement paint is like worn off on one of them. Um, so hey, somebody already ordered some coffee. Thank you so much. One light roast and one Frickmas blend. Going to Young Crisis Actor, starting the day off right with a coffee sale right off the rip. Thank you so much for doing that. If you're new and you're just tuning in, we cover gaming news all throughout the week. I am a Safe for Work broadcaster covering the Lost Ark 2022 updates, and we appreciate you being here. Um, don't know much about it, then maybe look up stuff. Are you talking about me? Don't know much about it? What do you mean? You talk are you talking about me? What do I not know about? I've played the game. What what <laughs> what's if you're not enjoying the coverage, it's very easy to leave. I think it takes less effort to leave than to type you, you know a comment. Yo, good morning, feed. I see you in the chat. Is Lost Ark gonna have location-based servers? I actually think that's how it works, Victor, because when we set up, I picked a server and then told everybody which one to pick. So yes, it it, it doesn't seem um, to be in the same way as uh, it doesn't seem to be set up in the same way as New World. So I didn't feel like we were as limited. I don't know what their server what their server caps are. Uh, Secure was amazing Friday. What a good Christmas Eve gift. 
It really, really was. It was. I, I, I have to remember that you can parry and block everything, even if it's not a blade. <laughs> that was my biggest downfall against the monkey. I'm a console player main. I used to play PC, but it's been a long time. Okay, okay. Honestly, Sekiro was exciting. It was fun. It was really, really fun. Uh, last week of the year, glad I get to kick it with you guys. Happy holidays, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Rakeage. If you guys are just tuning in, be sure to hit the like button. Give us our first 100 likes. Come on in if you want to talk in the chat. Um, let's see. I'm curious about something. Um, if you play Lost Ark, controller or mouse and keyboard, right? Controller or mouse and keyboard. If you end up playing Lost Ark, which are you going to use? Because it has in-game controller support, right? It does. But I'm curious. If you were to play it, how would you play? Would you do mouse and keyboard or would you do controller? Um, mm -mm. It's not a game I know much about since he's talking about it, I ask. Oh, wait, was he getting snippy with ADJC? ADJC said, so Lost Ark's only coming to PC. Why would he get? Why would you get snippy for somebody coming to a stream to ask questions? Controller for me? Agent Atwood says, that's why I love ESO, and I wish they'd enable crossplay. For real. For real. Crossplay would be so, so helpful to ESO for 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 so many reasons. You know, if we if we wanted to in, 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 indulge the game... And and push to create a little 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 community over there. It's so difficult to do that when a game is PC only. It's a challenge. Now the PC community is enormous, but <clears throat> folks who watch YouTube, I mean, there's a lot of you that uh, you're you know you're console players. Good morning, DP Sage. You caught it on Christmas Day, but I'm recovering. Wish me a speedy recovery. I hope you feel I hope you feel better. I am. That is such. That is not the Christmas present anybody wants to receive. If you guys are tuning in, we're discussing a whole host of updates. We combed through a very lengthy post that was uh, interpreted by somebody. Uh, Who was the interpreter again? It was uh, the Space Alpaca. Lost Ark updates coming in 2022. A lot of good changes to Lost Ark gameplay. We did check that out. If you want to see fairly extensive gameplay on this channel, we have multiple videos of uh, when the beta was available. Um, I'd rather either play a keyboard... I played either keyboard or controller. Well, that's not really an answer, ADJC. How else would you play it with a with a wizard's wand? It's either a mouse. <laughs> it's either a keyboard or controller. Of course you would have to play. <laughs> of course you would. Uh, I created guilds for us in ESO. I mean, Atwood, we just couldn't cover it. I, I appreciate you doing that. <clears throat> Excuse me. I appreciate you doing that, but we just we tried covering it, man. It it. it the problem is some games, some games, when you delve into them, there's too many established people that have covered it, okay? This is one advantage that we had in New World. This is obviously an advantage that we'll have with Lost Ark, is that these games are not they're they're not established in the West. Especially not, you know, especially not uh New World. New World couldn't be established in the West because, you know, the Dadgum game didn't exist yet, right? Oh, both at the same time. That's what you. That's what creature said he would do. I, I forget. I think he said he would use a controller for the movement, maybe, and then a, and a mouse in his right hand. I'm like, I don't know how in the world that that sounds insane to me. Um, but for the quick aiming, I suppose you could get used to it. You would need a you would need a mouse with all sorts of buttons 
to do because I did most of my attacks with the mouse. Like I have a, I have a G502, so I programmed all the buttons on the side here. Uh, all the buttons on the side of the mouse, I programmed to be most of my attack. So I wasn't having to play, like, the piano player game on the keyboard. Because uh, that, obviously, is is uh, <laughs> is not something that everybody's equipped to do. I mean, I can use a keyboard and play games like, you know, Fortnite, and I played Apex, I played Valorant. But the minute you have me hitting, like, you know... Q, R, T, and Y, and A all the way to G and H, and then below, what, Z all the way to B, like, there was just so many buttons, I was like, no, I'm good, I, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll use the buttons, I did the same thing in Fortnite for building, I just started using all the buttons on my mouse for building, it was just so much easier to make it, to make a more fluid experience, you know, yo, good morning, Sorcerer of Havoc, how are you? There's all sorts of way to do it. Where there's a will, there's a way. Right. Noble Beast says, good morning. Hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas. Yeah, I hope you guys had a great holiday weekend. Even if you didn't celebrate, I hope you were able, you know, maybe able to relax, enjoy the time, maybe watch some movies, play some video games or any of those things. We had a great weekend. Our kids are struggling with it, though, man. They get they get so many gifts from different members of the family that we've decided to space them out because they open them all one morning and it overwhelms them and then the first thing that they were so excited about is like buried under wrapping paper and uh, you know that's the microcosm of the of the materialism of, of America right uh, anyway not to get too deep into social commentary so what we do is we give them like a couple each day and space it out so each day they can kind of enjoy the presence and they are not doing well with it this year their little hearts are so uh, already so materialistic it is just like man you guys care way too much about this stuff so we're doing our best to curb that down it's like th- th- this stuff is rubbish you know what i'm saying you'll you'll play with it for a month and then you'll forget about it it'll be it'll be underneath your bed and you won't even know that it exists and yet it is so paramount and important to them right now so they've They've been struggling with that. In the past, they loved it. They loved the idea of, like, there was always something new to get. There was always something new to get. And now it's like, it's not working. They want they want every gift that's in the house. Um, they're t- I think they're too, uh, they're too uh, <laughs> old. You know, they're too in tune to the realities of, like, well, I know there's more gifts in the house, so I would like to see them. <laughs> Techno says, if I can't bind all my abilities to my G502, the game has too many for me to manage. Well, I don't know if that's a fair claim. I mean, d- d- you've you've only got on, on the G502. You've got what one, two, three, four. You got five on the side, and then you could potentially use mouse wheel up, down, and click. That's eight, and then left and right. That takes you to ten. Um, I I don't know. That might be too reductionistic. I mean, maybe for you, maybe you're saying, well, for me, that's too many. And I and I would. I would probably agree with you and say, yeah, I'm the same way. Once you exceed 10 abilities, my brain's going to check out. I'm like, my gosh, like 10 abilities. What am, what am I doing here? Um, I would probably agree with you. Yeah. If you're saying like, objectively speaking, that's too many. Well, then we, we can't really say that. But yeah, subjectively, I'd be on your team. I would say, yeah, I'm on, I'm on team no more than eight, eight to 10 abilities. You know, if you have more than eight or 10 abilities, then I, I think it's just going to be I, it almost becomes absurd because how much how much combat is going to require you to roll to roll into or to dive into like if you're playing Lost Ark gameplay and you're going into like a dungeon or something I, I did hopefully you would you would be able to build into a certain way of playing so you wouldn't feel that need to be like well I got to use ability number 13 here and and ability number 15 over there and then when I get down in the muck and the mire I got to use abilities one through six like 
I don't know. There's something that's very satisfying about getting in a nice little lane of like one to. For me, it's like one to six. One to six abilities that I just sort of rotate through. Uh, I enjoy. Teddy says, get one of these. Azeron Gamepad Joystick Keyboard Gaming. Is it What does it have? Like an absurd amount of buttons on it? <laughs> Lost Ark isn't on Xbox. No, it is not. Lost Ark doesn't let you map mouse wheel. I tried. Oh, does it not? I think I remember having that experience, Siege Master, and being like, welp. I do have to use the keyboard periodically. I think I did. I think what I did is I mapped the ones closest to WASD and then just used everything else on the mouse. That's what I did, I believe. I already bought Hot Wheels Unleashed for Nintendo Switch, Xbox Insurgency Sandstorm, Xbox... I don't know. What's Insurgency Sandstorm? I heard that the Hot Wheels game was actually pretty good. I actually heard that, surprisingly enough. Now, the Nerf game that tried to be like a... They tried to come out with like a nerf shooter. I heard it is just absolutely awful, which I thought, man, that what an what an easy what an easy one that you could do. What <laughs> what an easy what an easy game to make. Like just create it in a good little engine and make the graphics you know half hearted and just let people have fun, but apparently it's trash. Look at it. What on earth? It looks like a, it looks like a, a massage chair for my hand. That's ridiculous. That doesn't even look like a controller. Oh my word! So I'm uh, so the way I'm understanding is your let your forefinger can go down, forward, up, up. So no, and back. One, two, three, four, five, and then to the right. So just your forefinger can do six different things. Sweet fancy Moses, that's too much. That that I that, that's absurd. Uh, some people using them in Fortnite. I am certain if you can get used to a keypad like that with that many inputs, you could probably crush it. A game a game like Lost Ark, you would you would you would probably do very well. You know, can we get three more likes for a hundred likes? You guys are piling in to start the day off. Incoming train with a ten month resub. Double dipper worker lurker wishing the best for twenty twenty two to you and your family. Glad to support you. Thank you, train. Welcome back in. If you guys are new and you've never been here before, feel free to hit subscribe. That way you can talk in my chat. Love to hear from you. If you were to check out Lost Ark, would you use a controller or a mouse and keyboard? What we're discussing right now is that Lost Ark gameplay centers around so many abilities that you have to use a lot of keys on the keyboard, or in my case, a lot of the buttons on the side of my mouse, and when you use a controller, some of those things become very, very cumbersome, and not quite, you know, working at the speed that you would want them uh, to work at, which obviously is going to affect your efficiency if you go into late game like Lost Ark Dungeons. They become one of the main central tenants of the end game content loop, and the Lost Ark updates coming in 2022 are pretty significant in in you know balancing endgame bringing up underperforming classes limiting dungeon runs because of uh, exorbitant gold generation by sort of outlier players that play you know more than seven of a particular dungeon in a given day uh, leopard uses that oh really anthony says good morning good morning good morning blueberry puffin I'm staying away from Vanguard until I get at it with some point, but I feel like since I've heard a lot of issues with getting cross-gen or game frozen, yeah. I'm trying The Witcher 3 again, but on mouse and keyboard this time. It's hard for me, uh, but I've only switched to mouse and keyboard from console a few months ago. I'm fighting years of muscle memory. Let me tell you something, Noble Beast. With the most respect I can muster, and with a little bit of compassion, I think you're wasting your time. I think you're, 
I think you're wasting your time, my friend. There is no reason to play games like The Witcher or Dark Souls. Uh, Truly, truly, there's no reason to play those on mouse and keyboard. Mouse and keyboard is, there's only like an impetus if you're playing a game like Valorant competitively. Well, you can't play Valorant on controller. Uh, Fortnite competitively or something like that. Um, or you're playing a game that just requires so many keys on the keyboard like Lost Ark gameplay requires a significant amount of inputs there is no reason to play these games on mouse and keyboard you're giving yourself an unnecessary burden um, to carry I, somebody was telling me the other day like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to play Dark Souls on mouse and keyboard and I was just like why why would you, why would you do that these games are so clearly built for controller I mean, you do you, you do you. If you want to wear that burden and, and, and get to that place where you can play a game like this on mouse and keyboard, man, you go for it. But I feel like it is just such a, it's just such an unnecessary task to give yourself. Um, I'm just trying to get away from a controller. Well, you would need to explain why, because now you have my curiosity. Like, why do you want to get away from controller? What, what gaming trend or impetus do you think needs you to get away from controller there is a very in the grand scheme of video games that release there is an incredibly small percentage of games that would motivate you to feel like no i i i don't want to use a uh, i don't want to use a um a controller a very very small percentage extremely small actually um so yeah i don't know about that I want to be a PC elitist, and I thought that included mouse and keyboard exclusively. What? Well, what to you is a PC elitist? So you, we're 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 combing back, we're combing back here and getting at definitions. What what's a PC elitist, and why is it something you want to be? I'll be playing Lost Ark on the Rock Band drum set. There you go. <laughs> I don't have a controller, sadly. Says Blueberry Puffin. I'm getting one for my PC soon, though. I beat Dark Souls three twice on mouse and keyboard. It was tough at first, but after mapping some stuff around, it really wasn't that bad. A $10 tip coming in from Train. Sorry I was late on the Christmas gift. Thanks again. Glad for the support. What Christmas gift? You don't need to give me a Christmas gift. What are you talking about? Thank you for being here. Um, morning, chat. Morning, Lono. Thank you for being here, Liz. Uh, if you intend to continue to play mouse and keyboard and other titles, I think it's definitely worth starting on a less mechanically demanding... Oh, yeah, yeah, that would be a, a, a good piece of feedback. Yes, Christopher Vandy. Maybe find one that's not so demanding. Witcher's got a lot of stuff going on, if I remember right. The combat was pretty involved. I don't have a... Con- oh, I already read that. Um, do-do-do-do-do-do. Um, I only have a Switch controller. I don't know if that can work. Yeah, I don't know if you can plug a Switch controller into your PC. I don't know if you can. My left thumb joint is messed up, so I have to use mouse and keyboard on my PlayStation. Otherwise, I can't play. I use an adapter. Well, certainly, if you're having some sort of a motor uh, inhib, would it be an encumbrance on your motor movement? Maybe you. I am not being crash. You may. Maybe you are missing a finger. Maybe you've been injured in some way. Uh, maybe you have a, an actual condition that limits your motor function. Well, then, sure, you do whatever you got to do to play the video game. That is, that is not. There is nothing wrong with that at all. But being like, I want to be a PC elitist, and I'm playing The Witcher Three with mouse and keyboard. I'm like, well, why? What, 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 what are, what are you gaining if you are degrading your experience in the game? Like when I played Lost Ark, the very first time I jumped into Lost Ark gameplay, the very first time. 
I said to myself, okay, I'm going to play on controller because that's what I want. I saw the controller support in the menu and I got very excited. And after about five minutes, I was like, this is a fool's errand. This is a waste of my time. And I switched to mouse and keyboard. Now, you may be different than me. You may be like, nah, there's there's no way, dude. There's no way I'm doing mouse and keyboard. It's just not going to happen. Honestly, it's a financial decision. I don't want to buy another controller, and I don't mind mouse and keyboard. I've already adjusted to FPS on mouse and keyboard. Um, trying to see how far I can go. Well, I was just interested. Yeah, if I mean, if, if it's something that that is, if it's your lot in life, it's if it's a goal or if it's something you want to do, I was just extremely curious why somebody would do something like that. Didn't realize I was shooting myself in the foot. I assume plenty of people experience games like Witcher on mouse and keyboard, so I'm just giving it a go. You would be correct in saying that lots of people have played it in that way, right? Generally speaking, those are people who come to it with sort of a preset skill set, which, you know, they've been playing lots of games, you know, uh, at that. And I would say if you don't have that, there may be there may be other games for you to uh, dip your toe in the pool with as opposed to it being The Witcher 3. Controllers will still be a PC tool long after consoles become obsolete and aren't being made anymore. It's just a, a ease of accessibility for sure, for sure. My friend made the same mistake, starting controller on Lost Ark. Oh, it was absurd. I also made the mistake of trying out... Who's the guy... It's the, can, is it the gunner? Can just... Has like eight different guns or something. Like, it was absurd. It was absolutely absurd. I, I, it was... You, you, have, you have three different guns, and then each gun has like... How many abilities, chat? It was like seven or ten... So I switched to the artillerist, or however you're supposed to say it, the artillery gunner, and really, really enjoyed it. I really did. I had I had an absolute blast, and I no pun intended. I I intend to play as the artillery the artillery character again when the uh, when Lost Ark releases in uh, in February. Um, I thought you picked unlucky with your starting character too. Well, thankfully they let you test them out. Thankfully, let you test them out. If I would not have been able to um, to test them out, it would have been very, very bad. Hello, deep voice guy. What is this stream about? So today we're talking about Lost Ark updates coming in 2022. I'm asking the chat if they were to play Lost Ark, would they use mouse and keyboard or a controller? Uh, we, we're, we're nearing 200 votes. If you haven't cast your vote yet, do me a favor and do that. Bought a gaming PC, but not buying a controller is a financial decision? Well, it just depends. Maybe he already had it. Personally, or maybe he bought it and that was it. He scraped every penny he could to get the PC. You know, really good controllers aren't cheap anymore. You know, they're not. They're, what are they? They're 40, they're 40, 50 or higher. And if you, you rubbed every nickel you had together to buy that PC, then you might not have any left. Insomniac says, personally, I think first-person shooters are the best games to learn mouse and keyboard with. I was terrible with mouse and keyboard, but playing the game that shall not be named made me better. I get ya. Gunslinger has four on sniper and shotgun and eight on pistol. Okay, there you go. So four on sniper and shotgun, eight on pistol. So 16 total, and... Those 16 abilities are spread out across across three weapons and it just it hurt it hurt my brain. I was like I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this. The dark boggy says mouse and keyboard the controller support sucks. I actually thought the controller support was fine. Here's where it gets bad. So if you're going to if you're jumping in the Lost Ark gameplay and it's like your first time ever playing Lost Ark, 
you're going to notice that there's like these abilities that you got to like put like a cursor on the ground or direct the trajectory of like a forward of a forward wave blast attack or something. I, I don't know the official terms for these things. Those are the ones where you're going to get all jacked up on a controller. But on a mouse and keyboard, you press the button and you just take your mouse where you want to go and click while you're still over here like moving around and dodging. So my character can be like running away and rolling on the ground and I'm just taking my mouse and clicking behind me and dropping a boulder out of the sky. That's that's quite a challenge on controller. That's quite a challenge on controller for one simple reason. The thumb that you might be using to press buttons to get away to do the to do the attack or whatever, you have to take that off of that thumbstick. So you're using this thumb to move and you're using this thumb to be like, okay, do the attack. Oh no, I need to roll. And now you can't engage the joystick to do it. To, to like move it to where you want it. On mouse and keyboard, I can be moving with this hand. I can have the ability, hit this, do this, dodge, whatever. Or use my thumb on my mouse to be like, oh, dodge, do the ability. And then I just move my hand. So I, I have more freedom of motion. It's not like I had to take my hand off the mouse to go do something and then bring my hand back to the mouse to move the cursor. That's something that you have to do with a controller, and that's where the significant challenge comes from. Lost Ark is Korean's top MMO at the moment. It's not surprising. It's a very, very good game. I really enjoyed it. I actually thought when I dove into Lost Ark gameplay, I I thought, you know what? I'm going to have to learn to love this game. And like, excuse me. And I would say 30 minutes in, I was hooked. I was like, this is so fun. Like, it's just such a very, very playable game. It's very good. I recently tried again to play a space shooter from a few years ago. Uh, it was originally developed for mouse and keyboard. It is painfully ev- evident the controller sucks. What game were you playing? A space shooter originally built for mouse and keyboard? Were you playing Prey? I don't know what game you would be playing that would be originally built for not a controller. And what it came to, it came to, I'm assuming, your PlayStation. Controller paddles on scuff. Now, Classic Xander, you're right. I don't really feel like going and buying a scuff to play an MMO. It was a lot easier for me just to put the controller down and put my hands on the mouse and keyboard. But that is an option to people that are like, no, I simply must use a controller. You could get something with back paddles, and that would make a huge difference because then you could doing, you could have your ability and dodge underneath, and then you could be using this thumb still independent of it what's good orphan twin you loved it instantly yeah when i looked at the gameplay i thought the animations looked dope um i thought i was really interested in the lost ark dungeons i'm actually very interested in the lost ark updates that are coming next year because they mentioned dungeons and currency and a lot of things they're trying to make sure they don't over uh, overdo it do you mean Half-Life? He could be meaning Half-Life if he got it. I don't know. what Did that recently come to PlayStation? I don't know and where he would be playing it on a controller. I mean, I guess plug a controller into the computer. I, as far as I remember, I think I did play Half-Life mouse and keyboard because back then I was used to mouse and keyboard. I, you know, been playing Quake and Unreal Tournament. And I played all those games with, with mouse and keyboard. Good morning, Cheesy Donut. Some of the controller add-ons are great too. People laugh at those little keyboards, but they're very effective. Even if they look weird, I could see that that, like I said, that massage chair for your hand that that, that Teddy showed me. You know, sweet shirt, Lono, keep up the good work. Thank you. We do have a Star Wars topic for later today, so make sure you're here for that. 
We're doing another double header. The second talk show today is about Star Wars Eclipse. We got news. We got concerns. You're going to want to be here for that. That's why we're wearing the Star Wars shirt. As we round out the year, the game news might get dry, so we really need you guys to tune in and and just be like, hey, we're here for the show, because I don't know what... (laughs) There might not be very many announcements to discuss this week, so just show up anyway. We'll have a good time. I promise. It wasn't popular. Jiminy Christmas. Is it that hard to type the name of the game? We're, we're a community of gamers here. I'm sure somebody has heard of it, unless it was a, unless it was an Asian market only, you know, game or something. Now we're all curious, and it took you that long to just be like, oh, it wasn't very popular. <laughs> What's the name? What's the name of the game? <laughs> he doesn't want to admit that it was like waifu, waifu Rescue Simulator or something. <laughs> He's embarrassed. He's embarrassed. Um... I think I use mouse and keyboard at least 90% of the time when I play games on my PC over the last few years. Right, right. For someone who's been playing the game for six months on Russia, I can confidently say those updates are insanely amazing. You had to look up the correct title. Oh, so it is not. It is actually not. uh, It might not be an American release then, or I would say an English-speaking release. He's playing something that that is likely either in Korean or Japanese. He is in he is in South Korea, so that would make sense. Um, worst come to worst, just do a. There is no news on Elden Ring. <laughs> it's called Strike Suit Zero. Yeah, never heard of it. Never heard of it. Somebody in chat might have. We got people from all over the world that come hang out here, so um, it's possible. It's possible. How do you know a waifu rescue simulator? I don't know if there is one. I was just speculating. Have you ever checked the Steam database of upcoming games? It's like 75% waifu, like triple X rated nonsense. Like more power to you if you enjoy playing those games. But my gosh, you have to really hack through the weeds if you're looking for upcoming games that aren't that. Like that is the majority of the games. It's either a sim game like you know, barbershop simulator or, or it's, it's something with a waifu and how to get them into bed. It's like, that's all those games. There's so many of those games. It's like, I was like, this database tool is great, but it really opened my eyes to an entire section of the gaming industry that I was very naive about. I had no idea. I knew those games existed someplace somewhere, but I didn't realize that there was, you know, six or seven a day that release that you could play. <laughs> it was like, my gosh. There it is. We've confirmed Lono is a weeb. Oh, yeah. I think the last anime I watched was, you know, Akira in high school, but such a weeb. Sure. Jiggle Physics Shooter Simulator 13. Another world. <laughs> that is such a long title, but that's what their titles are like sometimes. That is so it. Lono's Lost Sark setup. Oh, I like that. I would use that. <laughs> Actually, that probably wouldn't help. You still have to bring your thumbs down, you know? That would be great for typing, but yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't help in Lost Ark. If you have to take your thumbs off the thumbsticks, that's 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 when you make your first mistake. That's when you make your first mistake. If you guys are just tuning in and you're interested in the Lost Ark updates coming in 2022, I'd be happy to rattle them off for you again. Uh, If not, they are available. You just got to kind of look for them. There was a big, long stream that they did, and someone on the Lost Ark subreddit took the time to translate it all into English, so we're we're very appreciative of that. It's on everything now, but you can definitely tell it was meant to play with a keyboard. 
Yeah, there are games like that where um, the, the inverse is true right now for many people with Halo Infinite. If they're playing Halo Infinite on their PCs, the mouse and keyboard just feels bad, you know? And for me, I felt that when I was playing Lost Ark. I was like, I just don't think you're supposed to play this with a controller. I mean, the controller support is there, and that's great. But I could tell, I was like, I'm going to get into challenging content, and this just is not going to work. This is going to be a dadgum nightmare. I'm going to be getting irritated or dying, or I'm going to be failing to do the basics. And uh, that's... you. you th- here's the thing with a game like that. And, and this is something that I've been doing with, with New World. So Lost Ark, the gameplay is you can play pretty casually for a pretty long time you don't have to go and do hardcore insane you know dungeon runs at the highest difficulty and if that's the thing for me if I can play a a content loop of gameplay so if Lost Ark gameplay the if, if the if the content loop okay is is just good in and of itself then I'm I'm fine I'm fine. I can put a couple hundred hours in, have a good time. Now, I can hit that edge at the end where things start to get a little crazy, things start to get a little bit complex. Maybe I got to min-max, maybe I got to run dungeons. And you know what I say a lot of the times? Yeah, I don't need to. I'm fine, you know? Unless I'm fully dedicated, hardcore, got to do everything, got to check every box, that's, that's how I play a lot of games. Now, the reason I say this is because if I can enjoy, if I cannot enjoy the most base level version of the content, which is running around and killing trash ads or just like exploring the world, then I'm never going to play your game, which is the reason why I had to put the controller down. I was like, you know, Lost Ark controller support is fine, but it just, it, I could tell this is going to be a barrier for my enjoyment. So let's just switch. I'll just switch. It'll be fine. I'll just use, you know, I'll just use mouse and keyboard and then that way my enjoyment of the game is not automatically hindered because I've talked about this a lot with video games if you cannot enjoy the first two hours it's the, the likelihood of you enjoying the game goes down I'm not saying it's impossible I'm saying the likelihood if I don't like a game in the first hour it's going to be pretty unlikely for me to enjoy it they're setting up the content loop and I'm like yeah this is awful some games really just don't feel right on a controller I think shooters can always feel good on a controller. It comes down to optimization. In the same way that all shooters can feel good on mouse and keyboard, it comes down to optimization. I think the minute you leave the shooter realm, the question is not, can the game feel good or right on controller or mouse and keyboard? The question is, what behavior or input requirement is going to drive you to one method or the other? Because a lot of the times, I think, with shooters, they just don't want to take the time to optimize it. They're like, well, our primary audience, in the case of Halo Infinite, I don't think optimizing mouse and keyboard was a top priority because they're like, you know, 80% of our audience is going to play on console or a controller on PC. Now, I was careful in how I said that, right? I would say 80, maybe 90% of the people who are playing Halo Infinite right now, they're either on a console or they're using a controller on PC, okay? And so that's why they probably just didn't focus on it and it wouldn't be surprising at all if you're playing some PC game that got ported to to to, uh, to consoles and they didn't do any work on 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 um, optimizing controls a lot of the times this is actually a very interesting thing a lot of the times when there is a port 
let's say a game like Lost Ark gets ported to console. Let's just say it happens. A lot of times when this happens, they have another company do the port. They do. They have another company handle rebuilding, moving, or whatever, or acclimating all the assets to the console ecosystem. Now, when this happens, all sorts of things can go awry. They can do just a horrible job. They can just totally screw the pooch and do just an absolute, just god-awful job, and then everybody's really angry. They're like, oh my gosh, what? why is this game so bad? A very good example of this is Batman The Arkham Knight. It's a great game. It was worthy of lots of praise and high scores. I I give it a solid 8.5. I thought it was an excellent game. I think the Batmobile criticisms were were, were grossly overstated. But it was ported by like an 8-man team to PC, and the port was terrible. Bug-riddled, glitchy, didn't run well, just awful. Now, they eventually fixed it, but... The game got an incredibly bad rap because of the, the port to PC because it wasn't even handled by the original developers. So a lot of the times when you're playing a port, you are not even playing something that the original developers of the game ever touched. It would be like going to a museum and seeing a bunch of recreated paintings of like Van Gogh and being like, these all look terrible. I thought Van Gogh was a great artist. And they'd be like, well, he didn't paint these. Some dumb dumb in his garage did, and he did a terrible job. He didn't know what he was doing. He's re-porting them or recreating them in some fashion, and everything looks like trash. That's the case a lot of the times with ports. And most people don't realize that. They just think, oh, the developers don't know what they're doing. You know, now, that's not true with Halo Infinite. I don't think it would even be true. Well, here's the thing with Lost Ark. Lost Ark release date in February... You know, coming here to the Ameri- coming here to the West, it's being published by Amazon Games, and who who developed it? Is it still developed by the same developers? Do we know the stats on that? I don't know if I've officially seen the announcement outside of like, okay, it, it's it's Spillsgate or whatever, but but the the publisher is Amazon Games. Like they're basically paying to bring the game to the West. I don't think it's their game, though. When the inputs on a controller mean you need to play Claw Grift to do well, that's crap, and this particular game isn't nearly good enough to go to the trouble of going back to, to a keyboard and joystick. Right, you can't. That wouldn't that wouldn't be worthy of it. If you're just tuning in, we are covering the Lost Ark updates for 2022. They did a lengthy stream, and someone did us the favor of translating it all from Korean to English, and I read through all those updates at the beginning of this stream. If you're enjoying today's stream, be sure to hit subscribe. That way you are able to talk in the chat. That you're able to contribute to the conversation. We welcome lots of new people. We cover lots of different games here. New World, Halo, looking forward to Lost Ark. Or Smilegate. Okay, so Smilegate. I, I couldn't remember the name of it. Yeah, so Smilegate is still the dev, but Amazon's just publishing it. That's right, that's right. And it was published by somebody completely different in the Korean market. It wasn't published by Amazon Games. So that's that's a very interesting relationship. No doubt they're going to do a bunch of purple platform drops. I hate that. We need those over here, big time. You don't have to use claw grip on controller. You have to buy more expensive controller with more functions, just like you would for your keyboard and your mouse. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure, sure. 
Can you play the game without a VPN? You will be able to play Lost Ark on its release date in February without a VPN. It will be officially launching in the in the I don't even know how, what to say, how to say it in the in the English speaking market in the West. Like I I don't actually know. Is it going to still be region locked to a certain degree? Lost Ark isn't available in EU yet, is it? No, no. We need a list of the regions that this game is launching in when it launches in February because I know if you live in America you can play, but I don't know about like I don't know about the United Kingdom. I don't know about, you know, uh I don't know. I don't know if they're region locking it at all. I don't think that they are. I think it's launching is it launching semi globally in February? Western market. Well, Western market. So apparently Paul's saying North America and Europe. Western works as a descriptor. It sounds like it's going to be North America and Europe. EU and US specifically. Okay, there you go. So unfortunately, you know, if you're in, I don't know, if if you're in, what, South America or, you know, what, Africa or Australia, you might not be able to, you might not be able to play. I mean, even though you might be able to, if you just connect to the servers, I'm not sure how all that works. Region, region blocking for video games is such an interesting thing. Good morning, hope everyone had a good Christmas. Good morning, Christina. Hope you had a good one as well. Rest in peace, Canada. Just in time, Christina just got here. <laughs> Sorry, Canada. Um, if you guys are just tuning in, we're breaking down and kind of discussing. Want to hear from you guys as well. Uh, in the first hour here, um, a little light on the votes this morning. If you play Lost Ark, controller or mouse and keyboard. It, like, if you're going to do a controller or a mouse and keyboard. You might not even be interested in the game. I'm just interested in what people would use. So the North Pole won't get to play Lost Ark? I'm afraid not. I'm afraid not. Australia and New Zealand tend to be able to access the Asian servers as far as I know. Interesting. (laughs) Only regions locked as of now are the ones that don't allow gambling or loot boxes. That's going to be one of the other interesting developments with this game. Lost Ark microtransactions... How exactly will they be acclimated to the North American uh, and the European market? Because we're a very different uh, we're a very different type of uh, region with respect to gamer behavior and spending. You know, Red Demon Eyes with the first new membership of the day. Enjoy your dope badge and emotes. Your dope and deserved dope stuff. Thank you for clicking the join button, Red Demon Eyes. You get like a badge, you get emotes to use in chat, you get more access in our Discord server. If you guys want to support the channel directly, it's very easy. There's a lot of different ways you can do it. All those ways are down here in the corner. The shirt I'm wearing, the displays behind me, the coffee that uh, that my family and I ship to you as part of our uh, as part of an extension of what we do here. This is ours. This isn't some company you go to. Easiest way to support the stream though is just hit subscribe and the bell button. We're here Monday through Friday. Breaking down gaming news. A lot of people, new and longtime subs, they treat the channel like video game radio. I am safe for work, so they throw me on in the background and they just go throughout their day. And we appreciate that daily uh, support. There's no Asian server yet. Uh, it is launching in Australia? Okay. I'm interested. It looks like Diablo with gun classes. It's it is and it isn't, Hercules. It's kind of like if you took like Diablo and you took like elements of JRPGs and you took like elements of MMORPGs and you threw it all in a blender, right? 
that's kind of what pops out. I would actually say the Diablo element is the lowest represented element in the group. Maybe not, maybe not. Like, really hardcore mouse and keyboard Diablo players probably are feel right at home with it. So, so yeah, it's, pro- it's probably a good mix. The Frickmas is great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, the Frickmas is now officially... We are officially down under 200 bags remaining. So that's down from like 550 some odd bags. We're under 200 bags now. And once this is gone, it's gone until the rest, uh, until next year. So we could finish out the year strong last week of the year uh, selling those holiday blends. Diablo element only in the way that it looks. If you're, if you, if you've played, if you've played hardcore Diablo and like use a lot of mouse and keyboard binds and stuff, that's probably a wonderful catalyst to come in and enjoy Lost Ark. I know that was true of Wheezy. I know he said, like, the controls were really easy for him to pick up. But that's probably where the similarities end, just because it's a very, very different type of game. Um, you know, it's it's got more MMORPG and JRPG influence um, than, than, than Diablo. This is for all regions that will have access at the launch. What is? Did you put a hyperlink? I don't see anything. Using a regular controller over a scuff or a Lee controller is like bringing home your mouse and keyboard from a boring office desk job. It will work, but it's not optimal. It depends on the game you're playing, but sure. I don't know if it was popular in North America, but it gives me uh, Lunia Z vibes more than Diablo. Yo, what's good, Pugs? Thank you, man. Fam's great. Just happy to have a filler until D4 in 2023. So you you think Diablo 4 is coming. We covered that recently and asked the question, like, do, do, do people think it's actually going to launch? I think it could be one of the games that's in serious trouble. Um, and yet they just said their one of their recent Diablo 4 playtests hit a significant milestone. So I don't know. You know, it, 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 it could go either way. I think Overwatch 2 is in far more jeopardy of launch and release than... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Overwatch 2 is in more trouble probably than Diablo we probably shouldn't laugh it's got to be absolute misery to pour yourself into a project like that and to let just treacherous leadership you know run everything into the ground and then everyone hates you and you didn't do anything they hate your company you know what I mean I think Diablo may be in trouble but I feel it will still come out and be amazing yeah, I think I think Diablo's in less trouble, but it doesn't mean it's not in trouble. Yeah, Overwatch 2 ain't launching, says Barrier, right. Can you track coffee shipping? I ordered last Wednesday and it hasn't arrived yet. Um I don't I can't track it, Revive. Um I oh I could look up your order. So you ordered on Tuesday and it's supposed to be coming to what is that? It's coming to okay, yeah. It should be to you by now. Um, I could look it up and see what the tracking is. You should have gotten an email. You should have gotten an email with the tracking. We uh, we ship the stuff so stinking fast. If you're in the States, you should have it already. Um, most games I play are controller-based, but recently got a new PC and have been getting back to some games that are better with mouse and keyboard. Didn't Diablo 4 just release some legendary items and Paragon information? Yeah, we covered that. We covered that last week. We covered the, uh, we covered that whole update, and we said, look, you know, this significant milestone's great, but is this is this game even gonna launch? You know what I mean? 
You can track it through USPS. I can go in here to shipped orders, and I think I can search. How did my wife do that the other day? How did she do that? She searched somehow. Um, maybe did she did she do it according to recipient? Oh my gosh, that's gonna be. Yep, she must have. Um, oh, I can just keep scrolling. Oh, so yeah, there's gotta be a way to search. Apply a bulk action tags. No, there's not. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, your name starts. I can look. I can look at the end here, and then just walk it backwards. Because uh, at least you're not in the center of the alphabet. That would be a dadgum nightmare. All right, hang on, hang on. I might have it. I might have it. <laughs> this is this is service right here, chat. This is service. Six days ago. Why can't I do anything with this? More actions. Move. Add. It's not letting me see it. I thought I could click on it and see it. There's no way for me to see it. It's Madam Magic. I can I can literally see it listed here, but I can't click on it and do anything with it. Um, that's kind of dumb. I don't want to reprint but you'd think there'd be a way for me to click on the order on stamps.com and uh and and see it create a new blank order reprint this label i can move it tags and then i can split order or apply a bulk action sorry brother i don't know you should have gotten an email with a tracking number um everybody everybody gets emailed when we do the shipments at night it should say Maybe search your email. SNTR Network has shipped something to you or something to that effect. Um, so, Skiffy Skiffles with four months at a tier two. Hope the family had a great holiday. Thank you, Skiffy, for four months and a tier two, no less. Thanks for renewing your membership. Thank you to all the people that are doing new, renewed memberships, ordering coffee, or any of the other things that support the channel. Um, those of you that have been using the Amazon affiliate code, or I'm sorry, affiliate link, it's in the description below, or you can use the Amazon command. Anytime you're going to order anything from Amazon, just hit that link beforehand, and uh, it really supports. You don't get like a discount or anything, but it helps support me. Yeah, just yeah, look up and see if you got an email. Uh, if you jump in the Discord and ask in the coffee room, myself or Madam can get your tracking number for you. Yeah, I don't know if Madam's going to be able to find it because she just prints the labels from where I just went, and I I can't I don't see anything. Um, creature might be able to get tracking. I don't know how you're going to get tracking from our from the back end because Stamps wasn't showing me anything. Um, yeah, Control F would have worked, but it was like it, Stamps is really weird. It was like showing me one page of nine of the orders, and so I could I could do it alphabetized, and uh, then I had to go to like page seven or eight to find him because his you know his name started with a letter near the end of the alphabet. Um, so. Anyway, anyway, uh, forgetting that the holiday halted most things. Yeah, yeah. It was ordered six days ago, it said to me, so that would be one, two, three, four, five, six. Who knows? Maybe it got to you and it got snagged, you know, by you guys might have something locally that's causing some congestion. If you're new and you're just tuning in, uh, we're talking to somebody about their coffee order because it is something you can do to support the channel. We have three different flavors, but... If you're looking for the Lost Ark updates uh, for 2022, 
I've got them here. We combed over them. They're right at the beginning of the stream if you want to rewind and watch them. It was pretty extensive. A lot of, a lot of stuff. The thing that stood out for me the most was they said they're going to focus on class balance in 2022, specifically on bringing up underperforming classes or builds. I personally always like when I see that philosophy being outlined rather than just pounding something into the ground and saying, well, you know, this is too strong. Well, no, we want to bring up the underperforming classes first and then maybe stuff that needs curbed down can be curbed down, you know, have a better, fatter bell curve so that the stuff at the top maybe needs shaved down a little bit instead of like slams down because a lot of games don't take that philosophy. They just start slamming stuff down. Yo, what's good, Light Leap? Hope everyone had a Merry Christmas. You too, you too. Who was that? It was Revive Farmer. Um, is the username? I can give. I can. I can give you his name, creature. Uh, I'm obviously not going to say his name on stream. Um, it is that guy. <clears throat> there we go. We have had some weird stuff with shipping come back to us. Like, Ric Flair still hasn't gotten in touch with us, um, and we had one of his orders come back. And we had one come back from a P.O. box. I guess it sat there for, like, six months, and then it came back, and it's like, okay, (laughs) nothing I can do about that. Um, mm, Oh, just give him that tracking number. I, I, I didn't realize you got the tracking on the back end. There you go, yeah. Just give him that tracking number. I can't copy and paste it because it's a picture. Um. So, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Where are we on the like count, chat? What's going on here? What's going on here? We need, like, 30 more likes for uh first 200 likes. And Poll says here, if you play Lost Art Controller, Mouse and Keyboard, Mouse and Keyboard obviously winning out of 300 votes, 64% saying Mouse and Keyboard. Um, revive looks like a Kevin. <laughs> no, no, sorry, that's that's incorrect. <laughs> I always think it's funny when people try and guess names, and they, you know they're they're like way off. They never they never come close. Um, I don't know. Chat, wake up! I can't do this alone. What's happening? We <laughs> come back to me talked about coffee for 20 seconds and everybody left the office come back where's the i don't play lost arc option right right well if you were to play though you know because you right now the game's going to be free to play in february right the game's going to be free to play in february so you you could try it and if you try it it has controller support built in it does i tried it myself i i spent probably 10 minutes doing my best to um to to do like a uh like a, a gunslinger build with uh with controller and it was awful it was to- it was just I couldn't do it I couldn't do it um so Lost Ark Mini Juegos 2022 see I don't know if I can show this though See, did you see the way they're going to the island? That looks like Battle Royale to me. So there's a video of everybody on like a ship and then everybody grabs like a motorized... Well, they're basically grabbing a drone, like a four-propeller drone and they're all like flying to an island. Like lots of people. 
The island has dinosaurs on it. And, uh... And, yeah. I don't know if we can show this, because it might be it might be something we don't have, like, the rights to show, or whatever. Oh, this is definitely the Battle Royale mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the Battle Royale mode. So it looks, it looks like, um, it looks like the Battle Royale mode is also going to consist of the PvE elements, like dinosaurs on the island that can, like, interfere with the combat. Because there's, like, a T-Rex, like, beating the snot out of people, uh, in this footage. I'm trying to work here, leave me be. Are you jumping back into mouse and keyboard when it releases? Yes, I will, I will still play mouse and keyboard. Is Lost Ark the Dark Souls of MMO? Sorry, still suffering from turkey coma? It's not the Dark Souls of MMOs, no, certainly not. It, it's... It's top down, you know, it's top down and you know, it being top down, we 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 learn that like isometric is not an accurate descriptor, but it's what people say. You know, top down isometric dungeon crawler with JRPG influences, with Diablo influences, with MMORPG systems um and they're wanting to add next year a battle royale which, you know, it it'll be interesting to see how they do a battle royale. Oh, and yeah, they are showing some of the mini games. They've got a mini game in here where it's like a side scroller and then they have people on like a chess board because they said that they were considering doing like, um, like top down. I'm not sorry, not top down like Mario party style, um, stuff. So I can show you bits and pieces of this. Um, but I can't, I don't want to show you the video in, in its total because sometimes these people that get like early access, they can be a little funky about, um, you know, showing their stuff. Okay, that's the wrong cap card. Give me one second. There we go. So there they all are flying to the island. So you you clearly a battle royale vibe here, right? Um, and the T Rex is a part of the action, you know, because I, I if we, if we skip ahead here, so they find like loot on the ground, right, and then they pick it up. And then they're fighting, you see? And then, while they're fighting, the T-Rex is like, let me in on the action. So I'm not really sure what exactly that means for the open BR combat of this game. Um, And then if we skip ahead here, here's a little side-scroller mini-game with, like, a cute little, like, sprite-looking forest person and a bird. Uh, that I guess is attacking them. <laughs> and here, I guess, is the Mario Party style thing that they were talking about doing, going into, like, mini games on, like, a game board. The game board actually looks really, really cool. Uh, and it looks like you go in and have, like, different challenges and things to do. And there's surfing, and you can see the combat is one of the main drivers of the game. Like, it just looks and feels awesome to do all these different things. Uh, here, here's another sort of, oh, this is the tower defense. They said they were going to be doing tower defense. So it, it looks like Lost Art gameplay as an engine has a lot of capabilities for them to just do fun stuff. Um, you know, big, huge boss fights. And then there you go. That's the end of that. So that's, that's a quick sample of that video, um, of, of, of how exactly, uh, that all would work. I'm trying to get my video controls back. There we go. I have a I have a Chrome extension to hide the YouTube video controls. So when I go full screen like that, it doesn't matter if I like bump the mouse or something. Um.
They showed that video at the event for the public? Okay. Well, we just quickly skimmed through it to show you guys some stuff. Trying to wear lots of hats. Will they fit? Here's my thought on that, Ashen. If you've got, like, a really successful game, like Lost Ark's extremely successful, it, 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 to me, wouldn't be, I don't think, I don't think it would be too difficult to... Ooh, holy moly, those were good neck pops. It would it shouldn't be too difficult to add those sorts of things because they're mainly just for fun, you know? They're mainly just for fun. So you would just people would just play them at their at their leisure. Now something in there might just absolutely take off. Like the battle royale may be incredibly infuriating, but tower defense could become like a huge hit. You just never know. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know the, the little side scroller stuff, maybe not. But you know who that board game, the board game element looked fun. I I could see playing that with some people, especially if the games are goofy. You know, it'll have a server at launch for everyone interested from SA. So you're saying South Asia when you say that? Uh, they will have a server for launch. Anyone interested from that region? My biggest concern is if those flops, what time could have been used to develop for the main game? Sure, unless they've outsourced or, you know, something else. The game's been out for a long time, and they've they've quite successfully, I think, maintained it, and it, it is so successful that now, like, now they're wanting to bring it to the West. So I don't think there's any worry about, like, oh no, they've spent too much time on these other things. The game's been in, you know, has had a, has had a pretty long life cycle, a pretty long successful life cycle. So I would say they're they're I would say they're doing okay um, in general. Um, so if you're new this morning and you're looking for Lost Ark updates and you're looking for news, you know, Lost Ark news or anything like that about the release date, the Lost Ark release date is February, I believe, the twenty second. Free to play. And they are adding and doing a bunch of things to the classes. They did say there's new classes as well. Lost Ark, all classes right now don't include these. So two new classes under Specialist Main Class, an Artist Support Class, which will release in January, and a Damage Dealing Class, which uses weather effects. So January, we are going to see the, the, the Lost Ark Artist uh, class will be showing up. I'm sorry, February 11th, not the 22nd. Thank you. February 11th of 2022. I got, I'm mixing up the year and the date. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. February 11th of 2022, not February 22. Um, I think I saw February 22 somewhere this morning and just, it implanted in my brain. Um, the the Aeromancer. Oh, is that another one coming? So there's the artist, and is the Aeromancer the one that's going to deal uh, damage with weather effects? As an add-on to established game, probably fine. Yeah, if the game was launching with all this, it'd be concerning. Sure, sure, sure. When you're this many years in development, I mean, I would say sometimes it's cool to see this sorts of things. Like, I was really impressed with Immortals Phoenix Rising. They had, like, an entire DLC that was um what was it it was uh it was top down it was like dungeon crawler i thought that was pretty cool that they did that we still don't have 200 likes yet chat come on now i just need 13 more baby that's the second weather based special class okay 
if you play Lost Ark right now, what's your what's your well, first? Let's do this. First, let's do this. What's your favorite class? I want to I want to ask you a second question about classes in Lost Ark if you play the game. But right now, if you do play it, what's your favorite class? Like, where do you gravitate toward? Uh, we don't have any idea what the artist is. It just says it's a support class that will be underneath the specialist main class. So you'll pick specialist and then you'll pick artist and you'll be support. You know? Silent Warrior says bard all the way. Tushin says scrapper, warlord, paladin in that order. So that's your top three. Scrapper, warlord, paladin, soul fist, and the zerker. Uh, Rafif says Lance Master, Destroyer, and Sorceress. Okay, so we're getting some top threes here. And nobody's saying, everybody's saying different stuff. That should be encouraging to people that haven't played. Now, I'm seeing a lot of Paladin now. I- I'm seeing a lot of Paladin. So Tushan's top three included Paladin. And then Nykos, uh, Raulos. Ah, my, my, my Greek is, is a little rusty, uh, Nykos. Paladin and then Louis, Louis uh, or Lewis with a paladin. So far, Gunslinger. I loved Cleric in the beta, Destroyer, Sharpshooter, Berserker. So we're still getting a good mix here. Still getting a good mix. Even though we have seen Paladin pop up a couple of times, we're still getting a good mix of classes out there. Uh, thank you, Monochrome. You're addicted to Sekiro. Good, good. Assassin Rogue says Insanity. I tried Lost when it was available weeks ago and I loved how it felt. Okay. Here's another one, Assassin and Marshall from Manny, Berserker. Finally downloading New World, is there still room in your company? Yes, there is, J. Christ. North American server, Eden, as in Garden of Eden. I couldn't get access to the game, but the fighter class looked cool. Lost Ark official VOD with English subtitles is available also. Oh, well, thank you. I don't think we're going to rewatch it. It was pretty long. Um, I thought that I thought the, the quick summary I got from the, the subreddit was helpful. Nikos Zan is good enough. Oh, Zan. Zan. Zanth, Zantho. Zantharulos? Zantharulos? <laughs> no, La. Lagos. La, la, it's not Logos, it's Lagos. So it's Zan. Zantha. Zantharulos. Zantharulos. Nikos Zantharulos. Did I get it? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Deadeye and Sorceress. Um, I want to try weather-based DPS. Sounds like it could be good. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Also, the female Berserker is currently in development. Nice, nice. Okay. Different question. So we, we've got we've got some uh, Paulos. Pa- Paulos. Raul- Raulos. Ra- La- Raulos. Raul- Raulos. Okay. Okay. Zan Zantha Zantharaulos. Zantharaulos. Nikos Zantharaulos. Pa- Paula. It's so hard to remember the diphthongs. Ugh. It's been a freaking age. It's been an age ago. Reaper Hawkeye Paladin. Oh, there's Paladin again. Okay. So a lot of people saying Paladin. A lot of people saying Paladin. All right. Different question. Different question. Those of you that play Lost Ark. Okay. If somebody there's a lot of people in this chat right now that haven't played okay just just based off of the the results alone from the poll only 362 in an hour usually an hour in we have over 500 votes okay 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 so a lot of people here have not played lost ark gameplay 
what is your pick lost ark best class for a new person if they're starting out and they're like i got no clue what in the world i'm doing i don't i don't have i've never touched the game i've never you know i don't i don't but it looks cool looks kind of like it could be an intense jrpg mmrpg like diablo right if that's what they're thinking and they're a little on the on the they're on the fringe of interest and they might install it because it's free what do you think they should do if they just you know pick to dive in and enjoy the game paladin if they want to do pvp death blade is easy sorceress berserker and paladin probably the scrapper oh golly we're getting a lot of different we're not getting a consensus <laughs> we're not getting a consensus so we have two for berserker we have two for, for berserker I'm seeing Scrapper Paladin, Berserker. So we're getting the top three. We're getting the top three now. A lot of Berserker, two Scrappers, two Paladins. So Berserker's leading. Maybe maybe Scrapper Paladin in second and third. So if you're going to dive in, any melee class says Distorted. But it seems like Lost Ark Berserker is winning, followed by Paladin Scrapper. Paladin's very accessible. Okay, okay. The artist combat looks sick, but I'm not a fan of playing as a tiny anime girl. Yeah, that's never really been my vibe. Yeah. Lost Ark seems too big of a game to play alongside Elden Ring. I need my life. <laughs> Another vote for Paladin from D Dizzle. Uh, Rafif says, I hope I'm saying your name correctly. Rafif. Um, Berserker is easy to play but hard to master. It's kind of monkey class in the beginning, so Berserker is good. Okay, okay. Paladin is support. Zerker is very hard on PvP because he's too smork. You're using terms I don't know. My general RPG first starting character type healers in Neverwinter, I started off as a Ranger Warren hybrid hunter. It is correct? Okay, Rafif. Got it. I hate gender lock, but I'm for sure going to play as the artist. What is Lost Ark? It is a top-down, isometric kind of dungeon crawler MMORPG that is coming to the West in February. It's been very successful in the Korean market, and it is coming to the West. Sorry, Korean-Russian market. Predominantly Korean, as far as I know. Um, It seems like the Berserker and the Paladin are very easy to start with, but we are hearing that Berserker can be very challenging in PvP. So if you're like me and you don't play PvP, Berserker might be a good pick. If you're worried about PvP, then sure, you know, you know, Paladin sounds like it's getting a lot of votes as well. Um, Morning Lono in chat, hope you all had a wonderful holiday. Same to you, Sven. Console or PC? PC only, Fat Seal. However, it does have controller support and it is going to DirectX 11. And the Lost Ark update that indicated that, Paul said, uh, Paul Gaming in our Discord, he said... That DirectX 11 could be an indication they are gearing up for a, a console port. That doesn't mean they are. It could just mean that they want to increase some of the frame rate and some of the in-between areas they said could be pretty rough. Zerker has a lot of animation uh, commitment in their most high damage abilities. So you have to know when you have a window of opportunity to unleash your damage. Got it. I don't know much about Lost Ark, but coming from the Korean market, is it super microtransaction heavy? It is very microtransaction heavy. However, we are hearing that in order for Lost Ark release date to go smoothly in the West, they have adapted a lot of the micros to the Western market. Um, because the, the, 
the Asian market is very, very different with respect to microtransactions when you compare it to the Western market, okay? These differences are not good or bad. I'm not assigning goodness or badness, malice or anything. It's just very, very different. In general, I think micro-spending, microtransactions, and sort of especially the the fashion microtransaction as well as the, the pay-to-win microtransaction, that ecosystem flourishes quite a bit better uh, in the Asian market. I don't know why um, we could analyze the cultural histories of these areas and and compare it to, you know, industrial, you know, colonial, imperial, like, duty-bound Westerners compared to, you know, more traditional, more honor-shame, you know, more mystical, whatever you want to analyze. There's such differences rooted into the cultures. I think it plays out in being willing to spend money to either look good or be strong in a video game very much grates against a western sentimentality of rights and of work hard and then in other cultures I think it it, it finds its grooves a little bit easier because paying to get ahead or be better or stronger whatever is is not as um, it's not as offensive to them it's just like well no that's just sort of fine that's the way the, the world works or I'll do whatever it takes to to look better, be better, be stronger. So at a cultural level, I think that's one of the reasons microtransactions flesh out in a different way in uh, in Asian markets. There's both uh, traditional, cultural, and even I would say like philosophical and religious reasons like rooted into the way that people in those parts of the world come to think of these things and in the western world we we're we're raised very differently we're raised to think very much about like you are entitled to things and rights and you have a voice and a vote and uh and and you know the you know the the work ethic of our of our forefathers of like you know work hard and, and earn your way that kind of pride it's still underneath the surface uh in your in your sort of sociological or cultural dna like how you uh, how you look at things. So we look at, you know, uh, Asian culture, uh, not culture, we would look at Asian uh, microtransaction ecosystems and we find them to be abhorrent. We're like, this is horrible. Charging money for these things is just awful. And they look at it as like, what? what's the problem? Like, they don't, I don't think they look at it through the same sort of cultural lens that we do. I don't know if anybody's ever broken this down before. I'm just flying right off the cuff here. Um, but, I think that I think that that breakdown would be really informative because that's why these markets are so different and that's why market research is so important and and, and then bringing bringing laws dark to the Western market if they're not careful it will be considered like 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 offensive and wrong or all those dirty words people like to use like predatory or whatever and then they'll reject it and it won't be successful so if you're gonna launch like a free-to-play game in the West, and you're going to have microtransactions, they need to be very, very much vanity only, and they cannot be power, they cannot be advantages. Um, these are the sorts of, these are the sorts of things that, uh, that cause those things to not, uh, uh, not do well. My dad's headed back, I'm dropping my coffee off. Uh, okay. Lost Ark Pay to Win is like a wow boost. Can you post links? No, it'll automatically get filtered if you try to post links. Uh, here's an article from CNBC. Americans largely won't play, uh, won't pay to win a video game, uh, but they're comparing us to Chinese gamers. 
cultural norms could have a large impact on how video game companies make money yeah there's somebody there's there's looks like so, at least uh, some semblance of a study from CNBC on the topic of pay to win video games um the way it works is you can buy progress to catch up on things you missed after a set of time, but it's not something that can affect you. If you go into PvP, anything you bought is disabled. There you go. Cora uh, has always loved gaming cafes. That'll never change. In the West, we love to chill at home. Right, right. Morning, y'all. What's good, Zubair? See, oh, that's so interesting, Paul. So if you think about it from that realm of, in you know, in like a Korean setting, they're still going out into the public and playing the games so in their mind gaming and public persona being viewed by the public engaging with the public is interwoven and we maintain a certain sense of like anonymity we do it from our homes it's not something that we you know we necessarily attach to ourselves in sort of a public view and if you combine that idea of like well they're going out in the public and gaming and it's getting sort of interwoven into their personal identity schema of like who they are as a person and they want to look better be better be stronger in the game and all of that's on the foundation of an honor shame culture well then it's more honorable to look better be better be stronger so you would you'd have no problem funding that with money because it's attached to your you know uh, public identity who you are as a person and how people view you because your experience of video games has been integrated into public life in a way that doesn't happen necessarily in the West. We don't have arcades and gaming cafes. That's not like a thing. And so, um, and I am making that observation off the cuff. I don't know if that's actually true or not. I'm simply saying, if you have the foundations of an honor-shame culture and you're doing gaming in the public, it very likely could be why they view it in the way that they do because it's, 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 if this is me... If this is an extension of me, I'm in the public, I'm seen in the public playing this game. If my my public identity and who I am as a person and I want people to be impressed by me has been integrated with my gaming experience, I am totally fine paying money to look better, be better. And in the West, it's very it's different. It's like, well, we, we definitely see it as an extension of ourselves and we definitely see it as like, I want to look better, be better, be stronger in the video game. Everybody likes to look at their stats. Everybody likes to look at their... Uh, everybody likes to look at their character... But ours is all built on a completely different form of integration in that gaming has been integrated into our home life, and that's on top of a foundation of rights, entitlement, and uh, more more duty-oriented work ethic uh, as opposed to honor-shame work ethic. And so the duty-oriented work ethic of our forefathers, our dads, and like post-industrial revolution makes you think that like working hard is something to be proud of because you work hard and the result is X. And that's something to be proud of. And that is uh, in in our brain and it's been kind of downloaded into us from our dads and our grandparents. And so when we play a game, that's what we think. We think, well, well I need to put in the time to get the thing out of it. I'm not going to pay for a shortcut uh, generally. Now, that's why the younger generation is probably more susceptible to this because there's a greater distance, distance between like post-industrial revolution work ethic and like a 10-year-old right now there's this great chasm of difference between the 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 10-year-old and that that uh that work ethic that worldview and because that chasm is so great the idea is fading so the idea of paying for something in a game that you didn't earn is uh is 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 getting a little bit more of a foothold you know it's getting more of a foothold because well the 10-year-old doesn't care his friends have it right it, oh, I need to get it. It's it. Oh, that's so interesting. That's so interesting because if what I said is correct and like the integration of like your public 
identity in Korea has been integrated with gaming. Fortnite brought that same uh, phenomenon to the West because everybody wanted to brag about what they did, what they what they had, um, and you know your skins and stuff. So the your public identity as a person being accepted, being cool, being in the in crowd has been integrated very much into gaming now, which is why Fortnite got such a strong foothold with its microtransaction format because it it did something that that up until that point was was not as strong in the West as it was previously. So that's heavy sledding. I can't prove any of that, but I I think that's probably a pretty good summary of why Fortnite's microtransactions were so successful, because it capitalized on something that had never really been present in the West up until that point, because gaming was still very much something integrated with your home life, not necessarily integrated with your public life, and Fortnite kind of bridged that gap. A Protestant ethic and the spirit of capitalism, right. Yeah, yeah. Parents always say, if you want something, go earn it. That's exactly right. So if you're just tuning in, we're talking Lost Ark updates for 2022, getting into some heavy, like, sociological, like, cultural ideas about why microtransactions look very, very different in an in an Asian market versus a Western market, and how that's slowly changing uh, because of a generational shift in how we view video games. big disagree if you look at all of the commentary around microtransactions as it is increasing it's focused on selling things that used to be included in the game well the challenge with that is if you're going to claim that like microtransactions are focused on selling things that used to be included in the game you would have to then look at the quantitative number of customization items in a game like Fortnite and try and find an example of that historically in gaming and you're going to have a really really hard time doing that because the scope and the reach and the ongoing nature of video games is unprecedented it's completely new it's a foreign concept Prior to Fortnite, the only games that were ongoing that had levels of customization that were at that degree were very, very rare. You know, EverQuest, RuneScape, uh, World of Warcraft. By and large, the norm in video games was that they were very encased and they were very, uh, you know, uh, stuck in time. There was no ongoing nature. There wasn't additional... Uh, customization items, and even if you go to games with customization items, the number of customization items pales in comparison to the the amount of customization that we have right now in a game. Like, you're going to be actually finding, I actually think that case is overstated and uh, probably provably inaccurate, that if you look at the history of video games, microtransactions are are not selling things that used to be in the game, they're adding items of vanity that were never present, and they're just putting a price tag on it. Okay. When I was growing up, there weren't video games where, well, my character can dance and express themselves and dress this way and have this color, and your player can have a whole different set of those things. Those are all new. That's that's a new idea that you can literally pay for a way for your character to dance. You can pay for a way for your character to stand in Halo. The colors of the armor, the number of armor, that in many respects is a newer concept. Game development is a much larger industry than it used to be, and developers have more overhead, whilst games have largely remained uh, similarly priced. Just to be clear, that's not my aim. That's the claim I saw, that most microtransactions are blowing up. Yeah, here's the analogy that doesn't work, and I know a lot of people do this. I remember, I I think it might have even been Summit. I like Summit, but I'm just going to use him as an example, because I think he retweeted this. This was an age ago. This was a year or two ago, and it stuck in my brain because I thought it was 
uh, I don't think Summit is uh, is stupid. I think he's a really sharp guy. He's really intelligent. Um, he was one of the few people that tried to step in front of cancel culture in 2020, the summer of 2020, when everybody else just went along with it. So I actually have a lot of respect for the guy. But he tweets this meme that was like, games back in the day, and it's like a picture of a burger and fries. And he's like, games today, and it's like, the bun, the lettuce, and th- the tomato are all being individually priced. And I think there's a fundamental flaw with that analogy, and the flaw is that the better analogy would be games back in the day, and it's a burger, and it's a fry, and it's it's a, it's a drink, okay? And it's like games today would be burger, fried drink, and then trinket, toy, you know, little spin wheel, a uh, little flashing light, and all this other stuff around the meal, right? It's all this extra stuff. It's the difference between, like, a Happy Meal and a Happy Meal on steroids. It's like, well, yeah, a Happy Meal when I was growing up, it came with, like, a little car. You'd, like, pull the car back and it would go and the dang thing would break in, like, a week because it's a piece of junk, right? But that was a Happy Meal when I was growing up. And that's a video game, right? It's like the bulk of the meal is here and it's got, like, a few little trinkets and things maybe that come along with it. And the meals of today, the video games of today, it's more like a Happy Meal that there's like 18 other toys or additional toys or additional trinkets you can buy if you want. But when I was growing up, there was no such concept of that. There was no idea that you could... That there was no, there wasn't even a concept of this. That like, well, there's all these other things you can you can buy. Or in this case, if the analogy holds, yeah, when I bought uh, video games back in the day, they had all this stuff. No, they didn't. Video games in the 80s and 90s were stinking narrow, and they were a lot of times buggy and broken, and there was no fixing them because it was on the disc, and that was the end of the matter. That was all you got. I love getting tips, tricks, and codes in Nintendo Power Magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's true to an extent, but it's much more complicated convo than a lot of people are willing to admit. Right, there's a lot of moving parts to this. Also take into account that heading out to a PC cafe with friends is almost equivalent to heading out to the bar. You don't get mad that there are no free drinks at the bar. Yes, yeah, oh, oh, wow, another aspect of it, Techno. Very, very good, good. So I was talking about how your public identity has integrated with video games in an Asian market because of the internet cafes. Another element of your identity is your social identity, who your friends are, who you who you enjoy hanging out with, and and that part of your identity is very much tied to that experience of going to the PC cafe. And therefore, just like when you go to the movies, the popcorn and the snacks and the drinks are incredibly expensive. That doesn't matter to you. Why? Because that's a social thing that you do. You go to the you go to the movies. Now, when people come to your house to watch a movie, you you have those items in your home already. If you prepared, if if you've even moderately prepared to throw a pretty good movie party, you're going to have snacks and drinks, right? And and your, those things will be out, and you you know your your friends will come in and make a mess of the place, and it's okay because that's sort of an accepted thing that like they're going to come into your home and you're going to be watching a movie, and so it, it generally becomes an accepted thing though that if you take that same behavior, that same activity, and you go out to a place that provides that service, you're willing to pay for all those little teeny things that are more readily available in your home, and I I, I think that's why in 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 the Korean or uh, you know, the Chinese or the Japanese areas where those cafes exist, that's something you go and do with your friends. Even if you don't go and do it with your friends, 
you can go to the movies by yourself it still feels social because there's bodies around you there's people around you and that's important that you like being there on release date maybe when you go see a movie you wear a t-shirt to indicate that you're a diehard fan right because it's a social element you the social acceptance of the of the group then they see you and they maybe give you a nod or oh they compliment you on your shirt or your costume or whatever and in a similar way you know the the, the markets where people are going out into the the actual culture to play the game those microtransactions have more grooves to get traction in like of course i'm going to pay to be stronger of course i don't want to be a a re a rejected person i don't want to be a reject or or a loser whatever words they would use and keep in mind again underneath all of this especially in the asian cultures is a more assumed culture of honor shame right honor shame of like you are shamed if you are not in the working class you are you are a shameful person if you're of a lower part of society uh, and it's it's it, you it's honorable to to have wealth and power and or at least the perception of these things is just as important as having them they've they've studied this especially the working class if you get fired or you lose your job you still dress and leave the home as if you have a job because it's shameful to not have a job and so the honor even the percepted the perceived honor of having a job you put on the tie and you go into the public and sit around and look for a job so that your family isn't shamed by your joblessness think about the per- if if that is so woven in in into how they view reality if, if that's how they they view themselves well then how much do you think they're going to pay to decorate their character in a video game it, it it's connected to uh, an, a prior assumed truth about reality. I'm not saying that it is true. I'm saying that they they assume that it is true about reality. And so that's why microtransactions get, I think, a very strong footing in cultures that are more both honor shame as well as cultures that are far more integrating social and public life with playing video games. I think that's why. I think that's why in the West uh, is, uh, is 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 getting traction. Um. <laughs> YouTube is adding fun things. Yeah, I had trouble scheduling the stream this morning, creature. I had trouble scheduling the stream this morning. I, they're definitely adding some stuff. <laughs> they're gearing up for January the fifth. Could it be argued that gaming companies are being exploitative in that regard? Oh, this is such a good question. Thank you for asking it. This is a thrilling discussion. I didn't think we were going to get into this this deep sledding. Um, I have one of the Korean cosmetic avatar reveal videos from the official Lost Art Korean channel if you want to showcase some of the quality of their skins. Uh, Tushan, can, can, you, can you get in the Discord? Uh, that'd, be, that'd be helpful. That'd be very, very helpful. What's happening January 5th? Uh, YouTube's rolling a bunch of stuff out. At least we think they are, because their terms and conditions are updating on January the 5th, and we think that's coinciding with some updates to the actual platform. If you're just tuning in and you're loving the discussion, I'm a safe-for-work broadcaster, and we do video game news Monday through Friday discussing Lost Ark updates coming in 2022. Right now, we're breaking down the differences between microtransactions in the Western world and more of the, more of the I would say, the Asian market, and the differences between, like, 
cultural seedbeds that are there, both through tradition, philosophy, uh, religion, all of that is, I think, underneath all of this. And a good question coming from Ashen, could it be argued that gaming companies are being exploitative in that regard? Uh, let's, Let's frame the question differently. The vanity and the consumerism and the materialism of the Western world cannot be overstated. Are companies being exploitative by marketing to that with very, very expensive tennis shoes and purses and and vanity luxury cars, right? Are companies being exploitative, understanding and doing market research about the vanity and the consumerism and the materialism of the Western world? America is just ridiculously materialistic. My Korean friends noticed that they they made the observation. My, my Korean friend made the observation. They live here in the States, and he said... He, he finds it remarkable that as soon as one holiday is over, there's another holiday right in the store. So as soon as Halloween was over, you know, there were lots of decorations uh, for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And as soon as Christmas is over, he said he noticed this. They've been here for uh, seven years, I think, maybe closer to ten. And, uh, you know, as soon as Christmas is over, all the, valen- all the Valentine's Day stuff goes up. And I said, well, I said much of that is because the Western world is a, a world of consumers and we view a lot of our identity through the idea of being a consumer and if something can be commercialized that is a great way to make tons of money and a great way to commercialize anything is to attach to a holiday 4th of July, uh, Easter uh, Halloween, uh, Christmas all of these things, right? And so I said the the thing about consumerism uh, and materialism, thank you to Sean I'll check it in a minute the thing about materialism and consumerism is that it promises to make you feel better. If you've, if you've, uh, watching the documentaries on the psychology behind marketing, I think it was in the 60s, it was sometime in the 60s, where the entire landscape of marketing shifted because of psychological discoveries about if you market a product to a person about how it's going to make them feel, it's 10 times more potent. If I market, you know, this, this universal remote to you purely on its own, functionality and its mechanisms inside that's not nearly as potent as talking about what it's going to mean for your life and how you feel right it's going to remove stress it's going to remove anger and anxiety and frustration it's going to simplify your life right i'm talking about making you feel better look at how luxury cars are marketed look at how you know iphones are marketed they don't talk about the the tech specs of an iPhone they show you the phone being used in ways that make you feel happy and cool and hip and in and all of that right and so in the 60s all the marketing shifts to how th- how something's going to make you feel right even when a car focuses on its safety rating what's that doing it's it's wants you to feel safe okay it wants you to feel safe so if you, if you consider that and all these companies are marketing to the culture and where it is in order to make a profit the question would be you're saying well is that exploitative is that exploitative well you have to define the word exploitative which it gets thrown around a lot so does predatory exploitative says making use of a situation or treating others unfairly in order to gain an advantage or a benefit, okay? Now, 
if you take out the treating others unfairly and you just say making use of a situation in order to gain an advantage or a benefit well then yes at that level in a very non-sinister way it is it is certainly exploitative to say if we market this candy bar to children and we use these colors and this little cartoon character it will be far better received than if we marketed the candy bar with you know drab colors and like a sleeping rat you know like come and buy our candy bar and the candy bar's mascot is like a a sleeping rat in like a diabetic coma and it's all black and gray no one's buying that dadgum candy bar because it might be misconstrued is it poison is it meant to kill me what no the market research would say children responds to big-eyed characters that are exciting and and expressive and bright and warm and safe and cute or whatever right look well, yeah, cereal boxes okay it, it, at a non-sinister level yes that is exploitative it's it's using the situation and the knowledge that you have to say we're gonna get a benefit from this children are, are, are going to want to buy this item they're gonna they're gonna yank on mommy's coat in the grocery store and beg and plead for the dadgum thing that's why they put it at eye level that's not an accident either they know that the child will see it and get very excited right this is why the produce is out of the reach of the children because they don't want the kids touching the darn stuff and it doesn't really appeal to them it's an apple or a tomato they don't care they see the bright cereal boxes with the cartoon character and then they want to buy so you you'd have to go all the way down to the most minute level of marketing and say like is this wrong you know because exploitative has baked within it a cultural colloquialism that like well that's sinister and that and that's wrong right exploitative can literally be you have knowledge of the of the environment and you're using it to your Advantage. You go back, you know, historically to like, if, if maybe not even historically, just go study like tribes, you know, tribal cultures that are still living off of the land are going to exploit the land if they know that these trees grow in this area. And if we do not over farm and, and pull the fruit from them and and if we beat back the animals and keep them away then we'll have fruit for for our families and our survival and we are exploitating the land we're we're using the land and our knowledge of the land and our knowledge of the the local wildlife to get a benefit okay would you say that is wrong well no you wouldn't say that is wrong they're 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 doing it to uh, to survive and not much different would be a big huge company looking at the general culture and the general geographic location where they reside and saying well this product will do significantly better if it's packaged and and, and done in this way and this is why our presumptions as westerners as americans is like i have rights and i have a work ethic and I, like we have this you know capitalistic you know imperial drive to conquer and and to own and buy land and all of that or steal it um <laughs> but but the idea is so baked into you that when 
somebody is trying to sell something to like another market and it works really well because their cultural baked in proclivities and beliefs aren't yours you just naturally presume and assume well then that's wrong that's wrong their knowledge of sort of an Asian cultural honor shame public social integration with gaming is a great seedbed for vanity and power oriented microtransactions that's wrong why are they not doing the same thing that virtually every American company has done they know their target audience they know the culture and they're doing everything they can to get you to part with your pennies that's what they are supposed to do it provides you know lots of people with jobs and then there's tax dollars from it and there's jobs to distribute it you know somebody's got to stock the shelves at the grocery store someone has to work the line at the cereal you know company's boxing facility someone has to work at the facility who prints the boxes somebody has to design the box somebody has to approve that box from the time that that box is a sketch on an artist's table to the time that your kid's pouring it into their cereal bowl, there have been a million hands that have touched that box. And so that industry and that mechanism for you to have Captain Crunch on a Saturday morning to say it's wrong because baked into it is knowledge of what will make it sell well, I think is so reductionist and simplistic because of the the numerous levels at which that box of cereal provides job, income, and the civilization of the world. Just just that box of cereal alone is touched by a million different people because of the, the, the how long it takes to get just the pla- just the materials used to make the box had to be like harnessed and 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 fabricated somewhere so that they could have cardboard and then the plastic bag inside the box had to come from desperate materials that were taken that were in chaos and brought to order and made into a bag and then the bags had to be shipped and whoever ships those bags works in logistics and the car that he's driving uses gas and tires and bolts and metal and an engine and a mechanic probably worked on it and so he drops off the bags and then another guy's dropping off all of the cardboard and then it's all put together. And then the people making the cereal, well, I mean, gosh, you've got you've got people and scientists and, and taste testers, and you got all these different people helping to make the cereal look bright and taste good and make sure it isn't got poison in it and make sure they're abiding by all the food regulations. Okay, so now the cereal's getting made by these people. Well, now the cereal's got to go over here and it's got to go through a machine. Well, somebody made that machine and that machine's got parts and those parts had to be fabricated and made by all these other materials and metals and bolts and once that machine's all put together then you have to have somebody to run the machine program the machine upkeep on the machine then somebody's got to stand there and make sure the stupid thing's working right and then all the boxes get packed up and now that all the boxes are packed up you need somebody to wrap it all up and put it on a skid and run the forklift into the back of the truck and then that truck takes it all the way to the grocery store and that truck's probably owned by a different logistics company and that logistics 
company's got employees and internal data machines and computers and all of that's been made and run and and then that takes the you know the the thing to the store and then somebody working at the store has to offload it and put it on the shelf and make sure it looks nice and laser lined and then the store has to be run and the store has people cleaning the aisles and electricians to make sure the lights are working and then you've got the people at the cashiers and you got the managers and then you got the co-managers and then you go in and buy the cereal for three dollars but it's exploitative because the cartoon character on the box makes your kid go I want that it's a box of cereal and yet (laughs) and yet Every level, every every part of it, every facet of how that box of cereal comes to be can't be reduced to, well, it's exploitative because a marketing team figured out how to make this likable by children. What did cereal do to you? No, I'm saying there's, there's, that you, that, there's so many levels to it. It's not as simple as that. Microtransactions, vanity items, power in a video game. There, there, there is an entire industry. There's a thousand hands that touch that stupid, like, you know, skirt that you can buy in the Lost Ark microtransaction store. I posted all the links in Discord. I'll do some house chores and leave you on the phone. Thank you. <laughs> I missed that. Could you run? Everybody's making the same joke. Could you run through that one more time? Yes, 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 yes. This is this is in general the problem with how we talk about issues facing the world right now. Everybody acts as if it's just a box of cereal that is in some way, and I'm not saying anybody was arguing this, but it's a microcosm of what we do. Is it not like, well, this box of cereal is offensive because it's exploitating the psychological neuron firing of my child by using a cartoon character in the color red, and that's wrong. And it's like, why well, there's so many other things that went in this stupid box of cereal. Just don't buy it. You know, or buy it and don't give it to them that much because we all know the nutritional value of cereal is like a negative three. (laughs) Uh, But this is what we do. This is what we do. We see people in the same way. We 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 see we we we, you know we we see a, a comedian or a celebrity or a streamer, and we do the same thing. We reduce them to just being a box of cereal. And we don't see the thousands of things that led to that moment of that person being who they are and what they're dealing with. And, and that's the general problem. So when we look at the cultural differences between an Asian market and a Western market, and we talk about the knowledge of that being exploitative to sell those items, I'm like, I don't know. I just don't know if it's that simple. I think it's more complex than that. Whose fault is it that, you know, thousands of years you know, post-war and medieval contexts and, and, you know, the, the, you've got the history of 
people's, you know, the Mongols and everything else, like overthrowing this empire and that empire and this, and and then whose fault is it that traditions get passed down and philosophies and beliefs and, and, and religious ideas or mystical ideas that ingratiate a people with an idea of honor, shame, or a caste system, or accepting where you are, whatever it is. No, you can't really blame anybody for that, right? Like, like social norms and cultures like a living breathing animal that like everybody sort of contributes to over time and then before you know it you don't know what the thing is even if you know what the thing is you don't really know who built it it's just sort of there and if you try to figure out how it got there that's not really going to give you a person or a scapegoat to blame you're just going to sort of say well this is how we got to this point right now if we study history and look at leaders and look at ideas and how those ideas planted in the minds of the people and how planning in the minds of the people was greater or or less likely to happen because of the you know the proclivities and the prevailing beliefs of the time and now there's honor shame you know assumptions in th- this this millions of people and so they're more likely to spend money on a vanity item or a power item i don't know who do you blame for that And, and and can you and can you blame a company for saying, oh well, this is a, this is a trend. Let's make money on this trend. You know, is this a trend? I don't know. Can you make money on it? Sure. Is that wrong? Here we go. Uh, what are these? What are these? What are these? Hmm. Yeah, so I just want to make sure I'm not going to be looking at like, you know, the the games the games aesthetics are can get a little uh, they can become a little much. Okay, this stuff doesn't look too bad. It's like all of a sudden you got you know jiggle syndrome like right center screen. I don't want to necessarily look at that. Um, they certainly are a fan of of uh, <laughs> of of thighs. And biddies. That is that is for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. So let me let me show you this. This is I think this is helpful. Uh, this is helpful in sort of seeing the um, the centerpiece of uh, of cosmetics in a game like uh, like Lost Ark. So you 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 can see a very a very very strong uh, focus on uh, on cosmetics here to look cool to to be cool so they, th- this is this is a very very central piece to the game um it's it's un, it's undeniable uh you know these are like decorative chess pieces that you know are from the heavens <laughs> if you were if you were going to try to assign assign these to a category this is this is someone's version of heaven and uh these chess pieces have descended from on high uh to allow you to uh, to own them and to move them around in the game world. Um, wait until people find out they've been exploited their entire lives. They just don't like the curtain being pulled back. <laughs> it's very unsettling. Right, right. Now, clearly, again, th- th- there is a there there is a there's an undeniable trend. I mean, there's an undeniable trend that the women are kind of you know there there's there's a lot of them that is that is visible, and and the men look like they're wearing pieces of, of, of a mountain uh, or a transformer um, th- this is not uncommon in gaming certainly it, it most certainly is not uncommon in uh, 
in in Asian market games. So you gotta you gotta kind of take that for what it is. If, if some of the classes are gender locked, so if you would prefer to play as a dude because you'd like to be clothed, uh, or vice versa, maybe you prefer to run around in, in lingerie while killing demons. That's I don't judge you for that. But because of the gender locks, you, you might not be able to pick the class that you want if if your desire uh, is to look a certain way. So um, that has to be obviously uh, considered. Um, if you're a normal man, it's what you want to see, right? If you're a normal man... I don't necessarily think that category of normal is uh, is the appropriate use of the word normal. Um, we're visual creatures, and a desire to see is totally fine, but everywhere I don't know, right? <laughs> I don't know if I want it everywhere. Like, obviously, I've, I've, I'm have i married with two children, so there's a part of me that, yes, enjoys, you know, the female form, but that doesn't mean every, every wall in my house... Uh, or every movie or every game I play has that as its central piece, um, you know. And if that is you and you like that and you put posters up and everything else and you like playing games like this, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. The concern would be, I think, an over, an over-realized drive or focus on those things, right? Generally, you have a desire to be with another person in in those sorts of ways. You also have a desire to eat food and drink water and earn a living. And if you focus on any of those things too much, you can become a ruthless and shrewd and hated business person. If all you care about is success, if all you care about is food, you'll become unhealthy and overweight. And if all you care about is the the physical form of another of of the opposite you know or any gender you know then that's going to have repercussions you, you the the over focus on it um can become i think a problem because these are all things and natural instinctive drives that we have and when those drives are are uh are provoked and interacted with too often and to too great a degree, it can be very bad for you. So, do I need a desire to see in gaming that has nothing to do with the actual plot, and it's actually distracting because who wears nine-inch heels? <laughs> it just depends. Maybe that's a sign of how strong they are. That like they can go in and and defeat a demon, and they're wearing you know Victoria's Secret lingerie and high heels. <laughs> <laughs> and the guys are going in, you know, and they're wearing enough armor for, you know, 10 men and they have a sword, you know, the size of a bus. One <laughs> loves the chiseled chin on a man. I remember the stories you told in the past. No, it's not a chiseled chin. You're misremembering. I talk about jawline. Jawline is so key. It's so key to a person. I think it's just so key to a person's beauty, right? Like, I think my wife has a wonderful jawline. It's one of the things that attracted me to her, right? It's very strong. If you look at some of the people that I think are the most attractive, whether it's Anna Kendrick or Gal Gadot or uh, Kira Knightley, uh, even the, oh, what's the girl? She was in Black Widow with Scarlett Johansson. Everybody's obsessing over her now. Pew, what's her name? Something Pew. 
my gosh, what a jawline, right? Just she's just got such a strong jaw. I think it's I think it's one of the greatest features a person can have is a very strong jawline. Um, next in line with that would be like facial symmetry, eyebrows, you know, good smile and all that. But a strong jawline can go a long way. Jason Momoa is in another category. Yeah, Florence Pugh. Yeah, yeah. Her jawline. Like, I've seen some pictures recently, and I'm like, my goodness. No wonder people think she's beautiful. That She looks like a like a regal sculpture of, like, a queen or something. Like, you know, that, that, that the neck jawline area, I think, can, cr- can create and evoke such power and strength. I don't know. That's how I, that's how I'm, that's how I'm wired. I think, wow, what a, what a great, what a, like, uh, we've been watching, um, Downton Abbey and the one character, Sybil, just, just the, her, her neck and her jawline were just so strong. I thought everybody's focused on these other characters in the show. It's like, she is, she's the one everybody should be looking at. She's, she's beautiful and she's so nice and she's so kind, right? It's that jawline, man. Does Gal have a strong jawline? I think so. Maybe not strong, but dadgum carved from from some magical stone or sculpture. I don't know where she came from. So <laughs> she she's proved that aliens exist, right? Like somebody carved her from stone and like tapped her with a wand and she just came to life. Um, you know. But but in video games, I do. I, I think that, you know, to each their own, sure, to each their own. But, um, you know, th- 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 this, is, this, is, this is how I, I look at it. If, if that's what you like, if you like consuming this type of, you know, media, um, you know, you, you, you have to consider that everything you do, nothing you do is... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? A effective. That's not a word, right? Nothing you do is anti-causal. <laughs> Nothing's neutral. Nothing is neutral. Everything you do, everything you consume, does something to you. Okay. So if you sit every day and you consume um, angry, you know, speeches, and it's 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 riddled with with hate or uh, you know cynicism and bitterness and you consume that every day and you wake up and you listen to it and you listen to it on your way to work and you and you listen to it on the way home you're not going to do that and have the disposition of like Mr. Rogers you know or or a very bubbly person it's going Right, it's going to have an effect on you. You know, music can do this. It can, it can raise us up into the heights of feeling almost euphoric, and as if we've got a glimpse into a, a mystical realm that isn't here. You, that music can do that, and and speeches and things can do that, and and movies can do that. You get very excited, emotional, or angry when a character wins or the bad guy does something you don't like. Right, it has an effect on you. The, the, the art influences you in a way that you it you, you don't want to understate it. You, you should be very careful with this. Art, art and plays and books have shaped the course of history to a certain extent, right? It's big. It, it does. It shapes the course of history, like the way that humans think about things and the way that people think through 
love and war and tragedy. This is this is all you know been heavily influenced by the arts and by what you consume. And so, if you're consuming on a on a regular basis, um, you know content that is of a adult nature, a mature nature, and that's in any realm. You know, it could be very violent and grisly, and it could be you know disturbing. It could be it could be of the uh, of the physical, like we're talking about in this game, and that will have an effect on you if you think that you're neutral in that exchange you're 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 dangerously naive like you, you that is dangerous to think well it doesn't have any effect on me I would no it does and you should you should be cautious and careful with these things you wouldn't you know let's say you really really like a certain meal and I really love a ribeye and asparagus and a nice nice cold drink with it, right? That doesn't mean I wake up in the morning and that's the first thing I do. You know, guys, I just I like it so much I gotta have it right now. And then I have it for my lunch and then I have it for my dinner and if I'm a little peckish before bed, I decide to have a I decide to have a little bit more, okay? I'm well on my way to destroying my body, right? Because the body, the body communicates to you that that's that's a bad that's a really bad idea to 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 to, to consume this at this interval, and the same could be said for content. This type of content is that if if you're consuming this, you know, in everything you do, whether it's a TV show or a video game or the books that you read or the movies or whatever, it'll 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 have an effect on you. It will. Um, and and the danger would be the danger would be that it it will be yeah Haley Steinfeld's another another just very very just great jawline very very pretty um, it will it'll have an effect on you um, so just be just be you know just be careful and be cautious I'm never gonna tell anybody what you should or should not enjoy that's not my place. I just try to say, hey, you know, hey, <laughs> this seems a little, uh, this seems a little uh, potentially dangerous. This seems fraught with um, oversaturation. You know, uh, this seems this seems dangerous. Good video on all the changes, the censorship, and the westernization of Lost Ark. Oh, really? Oh, really? I've not seen a whole lot of evidence of censorship. I mean, uh, I would say that Curtin or the American. I mean, he's drawing. He he's showing. He's showing like side by sides. I just don't understand. I, at the at the level that it's rated. Oh, he's going through and like showing like individual outfits have been modified. Um. Yeah, he's showing like the artwork and stuff. Yeah, the thing is though, I've not seen a single thing that doesn't look pretty much like, you know, before and after. It doesn't look that much different. Like her skin tone looks different. Now, the westernization of the microtransactions, I'd be incredibly interested in. Um, 
Yeah, he's showing a before and after. I don't notice that big of a difference. Some they've adjusted her skin tone. That could have been. Can can you do that as the as when you do character creation in Lost Ark? Can you change your skin tone? Like if you want to be darker complected or lighter complected, is that something you have the ability to do? Um. Namely, the recent beta testing revealed some of the changes Amazon Game Studios have prepared for the Western audience and they are already controversial. Alterations to the starter armor, for example, will not sit well with those who wanted characters in revealing clothing. While more cleavage or displays of other assets are to be the taste of some fans, others will likely be glad to have the altered armor that actually looks like it could protect the body part or two. Another change related to characters is that many NPCs will have different skin colors, which is a bit odd since Lost Ark wasn't devoid of characters of color in the first place. Furthermore, the beta didn't feature the last tier of affection you can have with some characters, the one where the romantic encounter happens and provides a nude cutscene. All of these changes appear to be either out about the company claiming to be progressive or reducing the game's rating to include a wider demographic such as children. I can't imagine I can't imagine any of the stuff I've seen being something that you would consider to be marketed to children. It definitely feels like a more mature game uh, from the the themes of demons and blood and attacking and skulls to you know women in in lingerie like I, I don't I don't think that you would look at the the you wouldn't think that a Victoria's secret is a, is a store you would take children into. Um, it's it's a store for adult adult men and women if they you know if a guy's buying it for his his girlfriend or himself or his wife whatever i mean i don't care um yeah but oh so that's the starter armor yeah but i've seen i saw plenty of armor in in the game that looked like what she's wearing paul i I walked around the game I, I'm in I'm in America. I walked around the beta and I saw plenty of women in the game clothed like that. Just you know, all hanging out there. You know, there are stricter censorship laws in Japan than the West. What they've done with Western games is down to the devs and the age restrictions. The bottom one's much better in my opinion. I don't understand. I walked around the game. I know you're you're just giving the info. Why not just give us uh, the game, though? I don't know. I don't know. I'm telling you, I walked around. I walked around uh, Lost Ark in the town and zoomed in on some of the characters, and plenty of them looked just like the girl in the purple. Like, super plunging neckline. Just all there to be, if that's what you want your character to look like. Now, if they're changing the starting armor to be a little bit less like, you know, Baywatch on steroids, well, okay, maybe they just want the game to be a little less like punching you in the eyeballs with cleavage as soon as you boot up. I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not the developers. I'm not sure, you know, why they would, would or would not have done these things. So, you know, happy holidays, Frank. Why not offer all types of clothing to North Americans? Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't think they're removing that type of armor. I don't think they're removing that type of armor. I think maybe they're just modifying the starting armor. Because think about it. If you're bringing it to the West, okay, and the average person boots up the game is like, oh, let me see what characters they have here. And they feel like they're they're flipping through a, 
a, a very, very revealing Victoria's Secret catalog, they might be like, I, I don't want to play a game like this. You don't even have to be like a prude or like like a hyper conservative or hyper um, modest person to be like, I, that, I, I don't want to necessarily play a game that looks like that. You know, you, you, you may have zero problem watching a movie that has some of that content in it. But that doesn't mean you go and buy a swimsuit issue from Sports Illustrated. It doesn't mean that you go and consume that. You don't like you don't like go into Victoria's Secret and just walk around like oogling the the the, the advertisements and the and the posters, right? There is a there is still baked within American culture a certain sense of propriety and a certain sense of like what's appropriate and what's not and generally speaking when someone watches a movie they don't expect the first 10 minutes to be like an x-rated scene like oh my gosh like a little bit's fine you know a little a little here and there okay but man if 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 the first if the first 5 minutes of titanic would have been you know Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio just doing everything that we assumed that they did and you could see it it would have made for a very different movie you'd be like whoa like you want to do it later and 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 you know have it be kind of tasteful that's that's one thing and so in the west the first time you boot up this game if you're going through character selection and it looks like a Victoria's Secret catalog you might be like I didn't know that that was this kind of game and you're going to uninstall now later later on if you see those clothing options you'd be like oh well i prefer not to dress my character like that i've got plenty of other options i want to look like i'm going to war as opposed to going down the runway in new york and that's totally fine and flip it around if you want to look like that then go for it if you want to look like a victoria's secret angel that's killing demons in lost ark go for it no one's telling you that you, you you can't do that and so i i worry sometimes that we overstate this like we're so quick to say something is woke or censorship and we're misusing these terms on a pretty regular basis um none of these things are necessarily woke or censorship now unfortunately <clears throat> unfortunately i think people have developed a very a, a very juvenile understanding of diversity and so what we end up with is every game has to be picturesque and you need like a you know you need a, a man of a certain race and a woman of a certain race you need somebody to be you know fat and or or larger you know or bigger and then you need somebody to be super skinny athletic and then you know it ends up being silly it's like that's not what reality looks like reality tends to look like groups of people gathering and looking somewhat similar to each other and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that and and when you have a video game and it's marketed and lands in a part of the world where everyone is very fair-skinned then a a lot of the characters are going to look fair-skinned so ham fisting in changes to be like, well, we need this NPC to be darker complected or whatever. That's just sort of silly. That's a, that's a juvenile understanding of diversity. It's almost like, well, if I go in and push a couple of buttons and 
and make sure that you know every spectrum of skin tones represented yay that's diversity well no not really that's that's so surface level especially in a game like this it's a fantasy land it doesn't it doesn't even need to consider these things because it it doesn't take place in reality it takes place somewhere else like imagine making a game where you go to some continent and everyone on that continent has you know green skin and yellow eyes and well no one would be like this is unbelievable i can't believe this entire island's full of people with green skin where are all the people with you know uh orange skin what what are you talking about this isn't real <laughs> and there are portions of the world where that's just generally true you know start a company start a company in a market where 90% of the people that live there are fair-skinned. Are you going to tell them that their C-suite needs equal outcome? It, well, there's too many people here that are fair-skinned. Well, that'd be stupid. That wouldn't be true. You can't do that. That portion of the world doesn't have enough people for you to hit your token quota, right? So I can see people being irritated if the game is ham-fisting in diversity i think there's better ways to achieve diversity than just taking a game where well there's too many fair-skinned there there's too many fair-skinned people in here and they'll like push a button to change them or whatever um there's no bald guy with a beer belly i'm offended yeah so there are they yeah they're actually changing the complexions of the npcs like that does seem a little just totally unnecessary again I, I, that might be <laughs> I sound different. My what does my mic sound different? That is, if you're doing that, okay. If if you're doing that, and that just shows how, what an insight into how sensitive the world views America. <laughs> They're like, you know, you're sending that game over to the states, right? Yeah. Well. <laughs> You better go in and uh, better sprinkle. You better sprinkle some diversity dust on the game, because if not, you're, you you know, people are going to get angry. Like, what what a what an indictment! What an indictment of how superficial our attempts to solve really serious problems are. Like our our, our attempts to solve extreme, long-standing issues in the country, and and everybody wants to act like, well, if you sprinkle if you sprinkle enough diversity dust. Well, then everybody will leave you alone. You know, uh, the, you you can't be you can't be canceled if uh, if if you <laughs> if you have enough tokens in your game. It's like, well, please don't cancel us. We added enough tokens in our game. Like, I think there's appropriate ways to strive for these things without it being so just incredibly superficial. Um, I don't know. It it, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like you're achieving anything. It seems like you're just nervous. There'll be some Twitter campaign, you know, like, look at all these people in Lost Ark, and, you know, you didn't do a good job. Like, what? How'd it all go? Huh? It was? My wife drank uh, the Frickmas blend this morning, just straight black, No, uh, no froth milk. She usually uses froth milk. Oat milk. Froth. Oat milk. I had to get the next stream scheduled. I wasn't even watching the clock. Good discussions this morning, for real. 
I don't think audio's messed up or anything. I don't know. People laugh at our outrage in your name so much. Look at our commercials and network TV took a hard 180 degree turn recently to ensure they cover all their bases. It's a bit ham-fisted for sure, but it's good that they are trying to address it. It's clear when the decision is made out of fear instead of genuine attempts to create inclusive content. But it's not inclusive content to take a game from the Asian market where lots of the characters are fair-skinned because I don't know, that portion of the world is more fair-skinned. Get the frick over it. Like, if that game looks that way and then it comes over here, you don't need to be like, hey, quick, get out the diversity dust. Better sprinkle it on the game so that everybody relaxes. You should be, if if you are out there, you know, raging and frothing at the mouth in the public about these things, you should be insulted because basically they just want you to be quiet and that's how they get you to do it. Make sure your next marketing campaign has enough diversity dust sprinkled on it sprinkled on it we're not going to solve any actual problems we're not going to address the culture at the company or you know systemic issues within you know the upper c-suites of america no you just sprinkle that diversity dust and everybody shuts a frick up that's all they're trying to do they just want you to be quiet what's the game doing yeah like robert they're taking actual npcs and being like well, she was a fair-skinned Korean woman, and now she's not. Like, like I don't understand why you would do that. The only reason that they're doing it is they fear the ire and the anger of the Western market, because the Western market's about as stable as a seven-year-old right now. We just get angry at everything. So they are, they're very much, you know, tiptoeing around, more than likely, the the American brigadism that has been going on for the past couple of years. So you bring you bring a, a, a game from Korea to America, and you're like, well, <laughs> we better make sure all the characters aren't fair-skinned. Who cares? Why would that matter? That why would that matter? If we did the inverse, it'd be ludicrous. If you took an if you took a game from like a, a, a dark skinned portion of the world and we're like, well, there are too many of these people in here uh, have dark complexions. You'd be like, well, it's from that part of the world, you moron. Of course they do. This was made for a market where the people are fair skinned. We're reducing oh, you, th- this gets super interesting because what you're doing is is you're reducing systems, behaviors, and beliefs to something that is a matter of like visual color like that's not it why does it matter if they do it because it's, you're changing the characters you're th- that's if the character is this and you're like well now they're this what you're changing the actual character are we sure it's in the game or mostly marketing somebody just sent me a screenshot of actual npcs with names who look like completely different people like these are actual characters in the game. This is what, what's the one's name? Lutera Castleneria. She's got like a gun. She looks really cool. Completely different character. Not even remotely the same. If this was ever done in the other direction, people would be like, "That's incredibly offensive to take an actual character in person who has a backstory and where they're from." And you're like, "Yeah, well, <laughs> we're changing it." If the dev actually cared, they wouldn't do it. It's not about the dev, Eugene. I'm telling you what this is. What this is, is this is 
Western marketing research that said you you better make sure you better make sure that you know the the all these these characters you know look a certain way that it's 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 no they're not doing that they're doing the opposite captain toasty buns they're doing the opposite this this again this again is not is not i'm not going to die on this hill and say it's wrong i said it's an indictment of how sensitive westerners are we're so sensitive that they're worried about sales projections because if they don't have an like again somebody's going to look at this game and be like this happened recently somebody took a picture of like their board or their c-suite or whatever and somebody jumped on it and was said something to the effect of like not having enough diversity and somebody's like you do understand this company operates out of such and such a country where like 96% of the populace is fair skinned you know what I mean don't they do this for Asian games going the other way oh I don't I don't know I don't know. I don't know, Robert. You'd have to look at the history of how many games have been ported over to the Asian market. Did they go in and make everybody look Asian? I don't know if that's true or not. Generally speaking, there are plenty of games that never hit our market. Plenty of JRPGs and very popular games. Lost Ark being one of those games that is just now coming to our market and they're 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 changing the way that it looks. Again, it's the same with making your initial character be more clothed because they understand there's a propensity in America for people to be like, I don't want to play a game where people look like they're Victoria's Secret models. I would rather them have some clothing on. Or maybe in a game that has heavy character customization, they want the world to reflect multiple colors so uh, it appeals to more people. Well, that's what somebody was saying, that a lot of the characters already do a lot of the NPCs already do have lots of different shades of, of skin tone and that you can do that to your character right from moment one. That's what people are saying. It's like there's plenty of characters in the game that represent different like like fairness and darkness of, of skin tone of skin tone. And th- w- randomly changing characters just doesn't make much sense. I think we're reading too much into this. If a Congolese company was to market a product to China, they would change and adapt stand-ins to be Asian. Look at the Chinese MCU or Star Wars poster in recent recent years. They straight up remove... Yeah, that's true. That is true. They remove, but they don't change... I I would be interested to see have there been any uh, American games or Western games ported to that market where they change what the characters look like. Is that is this a common practice? Or is this just more of a westerners really get upset right now if if uh, if there's not enough if there's too many fair skinned people, so we need to we need to change that in the game. Is it something that is new because of the West and where we are right now in twenty twenty one, or is this super common? Like, well we have a Western game with you know, Western looking persons and we're going to bring them over to the Asian market. Do they attempt to make the characters look Asian? Are there games where they have done this? Uh, Destiny gave the Eververse an Asian later in their market. I don't know if that's a fair representation. And that Asian NPC literally sells items we can't buy because the Asian market buys those things and we don't. 
They actually sell exotics. So that's, that's, I don't know if that's the best example. That's an extra character, not a modified character. You see the difference? And it's also different because they're literally selling items that we can't buy. It's just Westerners are very sensitive. Including minorities in big uh, productions is one of the few good things the politically correct movement is doing, if you ask me. Look at how people change their attitudes towards LGBTQ because of that. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't think that's why people have changed their opinions. I think people have changed their opinions because they've been able to interact with folks and experience it firsthand and grow in empathy and sympathy. I don't necessarily think productions and video games forcing it does that. Now, I will say, really well-told stories that include that. I think that sitcom on Netflix that I, because I'm safe for work, I can't say the name of it. It's called Craps Creek, right? I think shows like that have opened people up to the idea of like, maybe I've been wrong in my thinking or unkind or narrow in my thinking. But I don't think if you just suddenly start shoving characters like that into stories and video games, I don't think it achieves that. Like established, an established game. Just suddenly be like, hey, uh, we're going to retcon that person's backstory and now they're this. I don't think that's what achieves it. I think what achieves it is just well-told stories. Like, that's why I really applauded Black Panther, because it's like, it's a great story. It's a great character. They're not suddenly forcing something and, like, changing a character or changing a character's backstory. They're just telling a super dope, awesome story. This is why I was angry that, like, Black Widow got her movie way too late in the in the MCU. Um, it was poorly timed, and I thought she deserved it a lot earlier, because I thought she was a really great character. If you actually study the emotional depth and the transformation that ScarJo brings to Black Widow, it's actually excellent and no one sees that because we all focus on the fact that she's she's a bombshell and she's hot. And it's like, well, that's not really what you're supposed to be focusing on. I know it's difficult because ScarJo is beautiful, but the actual like character arc they gave her, I thought was excellent and she deserved her movie a lot earlier. You know, and I thought that would have made people more, you know, open and it's subversive right you don't really know that it's happening you're just watching a dope movie where the lead is a woman or the lead is a black man and you accept it and then all of a sudden you come out of it slightly changed i don't think that happens when you're like hey we brought a game uh you know uh we we or we updated our game and we changed what people look like that's not what i'm talking about i think that as i said that is superficial that is not an actual change. You're just doing, I call that diversity dust. There's a difference between like sprinkling diversity dust on your game and just telling a great story that changes people's perspectives on a person or persons that come from different walks and ways of life and beliefs as them. You're going to win people over a lot quicker that way. Yeah, there were. There were noble. One of the one of the tokens of the wheel of time is every time they go to a new area, what they look like, what their clothing customs are, what their what their romance customs are, that's all in the wheel of time. Now he doesn't get deep down into descriptions. You never read in a wheel of time book about uh, there's no love scenes. You know when people are romantically involved because they go off and it's joked about or insinuated, but they're never talking about like the removal of clothes and this and that and blah blah blah. That's not in the books. It's always heavily insinuated. And in the Wheel of Time, yes, 
I'm fairly certain there was lots of insinuation about some of the Aes Sedai were kind of into each other, and some of the Aes Sedai had many multiple husbands. Uh, and then when you'd go into different regions, some people were very fair skinned and tall. Some people would have more darker skin complexions. Some people wore extremely revealing clothing. Some people didn't like the green jaw are more likely to wear very plunging necklines because they're like they're into marrying their warders. They're into men. And, you know, the reds are more ruthless and the blue are more reserved and like the yellows, I think, are very intellectual or whatever. The, a lot of those ter- a lot of those trends are in the books. Yes. In the Wheel of Time books. It's actually a very, very diverse. They don't ever really describe the people of the two rivers because that that definitely felt like nobody looked similar, you know, there's supposed to be things about one of the characters you notice like that they're different with respect to like their body and hair and everything you're supposed to notice that but I don't know if they ever describe the two rivers as being a certain like complexion or race or something because one of my friends was like I felt like they really forced you know like they forced diversity on on the two rivers and I was like I don't remember reading it and being like oh the two rivers are a bunch of white people I don't remember ever thinking that I remember that one member of the Two Rivers group really stands out because of stature and hair color, but outside of that, they were never, I don't, I don't remember them being, like, described. You know what I mean? Uh, was there some public statement from the game company addressing the change? No, people were just combing over the assets, Robert, and they were like, this is all very different. Like, it's super easy to see when a woman, when you, when you pick a female character, and her starting armor is, like, super revealing lingerie and then in the west she's kind of covered up right and then they started looking at the npcs and they're like that's a different person that's not the same npc right it would be like ikora suddenly being like like korean or white it'd be like that's not ikora it would be confusing and that's what people are saying is like you're literally changing the 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 like the ethnicity of main of, of main characters or NPCs. Maybe they're not main characters, but they're NPCs, right? I don't think the changes matter. The company had oh they have addressed the changes. Oh okay. I wasn't sure if they actually said anything. I just saw videos like talking about it. They were like, they're changing the game and, and yeah, everybody gets mad. It seems like a region adjustment. Possible, possible. Kind of like if she showed up with a different voice and 20 years younger. <laughs> right, it's like, who is this? <laughs> Which they might be doing. Because they can't, uh, they can't, uh, they can't, I don't think they can get her booked anymore. She's either too busy or too expensive, or both. Oh, Barrier's got the statement. All right, hang on a second. We're also actively working on changes that we believe will make our audience feel more at home in Lost Ark. Some areas of focus have been character creation. Knowing players of all types when a character they feel represents them, such as more options for default costumes, hairstyles, and skin tones. Additionally, we're working to increase NPC diversity throughout the world of Arkesia. We have been working closely with Smilegate RPG to make changes that reflect our audience. This effort will be ongoing and will work closely with our community to identify areas we can improve. let's actually break this down and why I'm okay with most of this but not all of this I think this could actually be a really good discussion okay first and foremost 
a game where you pick from a set of characters, I don't necessarily think needs to do this because you're picking a character that has a name and a voice and a backstory. So when you're picking a set, a predetermined character like Roland in Borderlands, I don't need to be able to make him look different. I don't need to be able to make Roland white. Okay, that's not important because I want Roland to be Roland. Okay, that's that's it. So in that category, I don't think you need to work all that hard on this. Although it probably would be good to have an array of options. You know, you've got a black guy and a white woman and an Asian dude. Like, that's fine. If you've got predetermined characters, I think it's okay to strive for diversity. You don't have to, though, depending on the game, right? If you're making a game where you can pick to play as the Black Panther or other people from Wakanda, well then, they're all going to have dark skin, and you can shut the frick up. Like, depending on the game, we don't need to force this, okay? So that's at one level of predetermined characters, and this is why I feel, if I went and bought a game that was about, I don't know, like, let's say Ghost of Tsushima creates... Uh, a live service game where there's preset characters that are going to be samurais that are going to train under Jin to be a ghost. I would expect all those people to look like they're from the island of Tsushima, and that's not a problem, right? It's setting, it's setting, and it's region determine what the people look like, and and forcing that, forcing like diversity on that, I think would be a crime. Because it wouldn't be representative of the region, and it would be stupid and superficial, okay? So when you have set characters, I think there's room for it, but it's not necessary. Alright, let's go up one level. When you are creating a character, okay? When you're creating a character that is meant to be a representation of you in the game, okay? It's a representation of you in the game. I think it is 100% fair to say, let's make sure they can make the character look like a very wide array of appearances. Body type, skin tone, even eye type. I think that's perfectly great. I also think hair type is really important, okay? If I was a black dude and I wanted to make myself in a game, I'd be pretty irritated at the lack of hair that looks like a black guy's hair you know what I'm saying uh, you guys know me I'm a I love hair I like the way hair looks I love different hairstyles I think certain hairstyles are super rad you guys know I've done some work with gothics I'm always super jealous of just her look like she just looks awesome she's got I think the way she films herself right she's got great lighting I think her skin looks great her hair looks dope she's always got like cool glasses on she's got like a whole vibe right And if I looked that cool, I would want to look that cool in the video game. I wouldn't want to go to the video game and be like, there's no hairstyles that look like my hairstyle or even my hair texture. So I think it's totally fair to say, well, if you're going to create your character in the game to be a representation of you, then the developers should have a goal and an aim in mind to say hair type, style, and texture, skin tone, uh, even like facial like facial things like freckles and stuff sure try to have as much as that as you can alright most games don't do black hair good at all yeah and I think it's just a tragedy we have friends of ours that are from like Ethiopia uh, where they adopted Ethiopian children and their hair is just so dope and different and cool and like when the one girl gets braided it takes like I didn't realize this this was like a cultural like 
consciousness raising thing for me it takes like three or four hours I was like that's unbelievable obviously when it's done it looks fantastic or when she lets it just be kind of like big it looks so stinking dope and so I always look at video games and I'm like where's all the dope hair this is all so plain and bland right it's all very like just predictable so I think if you're going to have character creation that's completely legitimate and fine okay now if we go up another level and we look at the characters and the NPCs in the game I think this becomes way less necessary okay way less necessary for a variety of reasons number one as I said if I'm playing a game that is made by and rooted in a region of the world and they made the main characters to represent that so if everybody looks uh, Japanese Korean or African or whatever or Vietnamese doesn't matter and the developers and everything they're from that region of the world and those NPCs represent that I think we do a disservice to the game by acting like hey I'm putting myself in the game to journey into this world so I make my character look like a guy with a beard and and, and like a spiky, fruity, stupid pompadour and I'm a light-complected person and I thrust myself into this world. I want to go interact with the people of the world as they were created in the same way that if I boarded a plane to go to Korea, I wouldn't be like, are there any people that look like me that can help me in the restaurant or the hotel or whatever like I wouldn't give a crap I'd look no I want to go experience your culture your customs your food your your clothing I want to see it all I want to soak it in and just be like this is so neat it's why when I play Ghost of Tsushima I leave the Japanese voice actors on because that's part of the experience to me just hearing the percussion like you know Japanese enunciation I love it it's so rich sounding and I think it's incredibly important. So in this game of Lost Ark, I know it takes place in a fantasy world that doesn't exist, but its origin is Korean developers, and so the characters largely look, you know, a lot of them. Not all of them, mind you. There are there are darker-complected characters in the game. So that's how I break it down. I think these things become less important at certain levels and more important at certain levels. I believe diversity of appearance is is the most important at the level of character creation because I'm making a representation of myself in the game. I don't need to see that representation in the characters that are NPCs if this game was developed in another region or if it's about another region. Like, I wouldn't expect to create a character... And, and be walking around Wakanda and being like, I don't understand why all the characters are dark-skinned. It would be like, you're a freaking moron. Like, it takes place where that's what people look like, you dumb-dumb. Like, of course they look like that. You're just being stupid. And in a similar way here, it's like, Lost Ark's in a fantasy realm, but because the developers that are, are in that region of the world, they made lots of the characters look that way. I don't think that is necessarily in need of a of the, as I call it, the diversity dust. I don't think you have to sprinkle that on the NPCs. I think it makes perfectly good sense to be like, hey, um, America is very diverse, and if we're going to sell a game in an American market and they're going to be creating characters, let them change their hair and skin tone to look like themselves. That's super important. Nobody's going to want to boot up a free-to-play game and be like, oh, I can make a character, and their character looks like Dave from accounting instead of themselves. Like, they're not going to like that. You know what I'm saying? 
imagine going to a different country and just walking around with a permanent filter that makes everyone your own color what an insane concept uh, but it's fine in a video game right I just don't see the point of it Wakanda's in Africa not a fantasy world Kareem sure but okay let's take it another way let's say a bunch of uh, let's say uh, an African based development company made a really super dope game and there was this awesome world that you would travel to and all this cool stuff was in it and it was very clear that the game was influenced by the the dress styles and the customs the accents uh, and the appearance of African persons okay so I would expect it to be uh, dark-skinned people with lots of uh, lots of maybe, maybe like bright colors and very like sharp line designs. If you look at a lot of the like African uh, African clothing customs, very bright colors and lots of very sharp angles and lines. Okay, this is a little generic, but it, you're getting my point, right? Wherever they were from in the world, that's what their dress styles and customs and their accents have a certain sound, you know. And their and their and their skin tones are certain ways, right? Maybe they're based out of Kenya or something. So they're they're very very dark. I would not expect that game to come over to America and change the appearance of the base NPC characters because I would understand and acknowledge, oh, well, it's a fantasy world, but the developers themselves are based out of Kenya, and I would expect the ca- the game to, in some respects, represent that. Now, sure, if I want to make a character and I want my character to look like me, I don't think that's a selfish or ridiculous request. But acting as if, like, I want the, the characters in the world to look different, I think that's just a little... Unex- just, it's, it just feels... I couched it as unnecessary. It becomes less necessary and more necessary depending on what level you're operating at. Character creation, sure, it seems pretty necessary that if I want my character to look like me, you gotta have a spectrum of hairstyle, hair texture, and skin tone. Because people don't all look the same, and our hair is vastly different depending on our our genetic makeup and like how much you know uh, melanins in our skin and our pigmentation and all that. It, it all it all breaks down and like basic biology, right? So if you're if you're gonna create those things, that's that's totally fine. That's totally fine. Wakanda is a fantasy location in Africa, though. He was saying that like it's not rooted in a fantasy world. It's rooted in the actual globe and Earth, planet Earth, and Africa. Right? It would be like creating a like a fake town in Texas. You know, you would expect the people to look like and sound like Texans because. You just make up some town in Texas called, you know, I don't know, Big Bus Town. Like, and it was named after some guy who was all about buses, and he named it Big Bus Town. Welcome to Big Bus Town, yeehaw. And then you would be like, well, that doesn't, that doesn't place doesn't exist. Well, they're, they're rooting it in reality. They're rooting it in reality. So, um, Can censoring of female legs be disabled? It's uh, it's path of the package Korean MMR cheese. I'm, I'm enough to be told no, I can't cannot see. What's your issue with female legs, Amazon? Um, 
Oh, wait, hang on a second. Hang on. Let's read this. Somebody responded to censorship of the women. I'm not 100% sure what the issue is, but I think it is that there's confusion is that we are choosing some of the more modest outfits for our marketing materials website ETC, and it is making people afraid that we have made this game less sexy, but we are not creating new outfits. We are just not leading with the sexier ones. Yeah, so they're not censoring or covering the women's bodies. They're just marketing with the less revealing clothing. So they're not censoring. They're not like, oh no, you can't dress like that. Like I said, when I played the beta and I walked around town, I was like, I don't think they're censoring anything, homie. I mean, there there's all but the actual things being seen. Like, if you're wanting to see body parts, I mean, you're getting as close as you can in a video game as a, that I've ever freaking seen. Ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not censoring. They're just saying, you're going to start out with a default set that's maybe a little less revealing. Look, if you want to run around and look like you're wearing a bikini that's made out of shoelaces, those those costumes are still in the dadgum game. They're just not leading with them. That's all. They're just not. And I think, again, that's because market research, they're, they're looking at the Western market and they're saying, well, the Western market would react in portions, not in all, but portions of the market would react negatively to booting up the game, clicking on a character, and feeling like, oh gosh, this game seems like it's a little inappropriate. I'm not saying the game is inappropriate, but that's how many would interpret it. Do you understand? So they're not saying, oh, no, all the women must dress like nuns head to toe, or everybody's got to wear a burqa. No, they're saying, no, we're we, you can dress like that if you want, but we're not going to market the game with you know, biddies and booties, we're marketing the game with pretty, you know, obviously the characters are beautiful, and then they're a little bit they're slightly more clothed but you perfectly can dress yourself that way if you want it's clearly part and parcel to to the genre, that's something I've picked up on real quick, I was like, holy moly you know Uh, you bet your left cheek that I want my female characters in the game to be wearing shoelaces. That's totally fine for you, you know, but if you boot up the game and you're like, oh, I'd like to be an assassin or I'm just picking a random character. I'd like to be an assassin and she comes flipping into the scene and you expect stuff to come pouring out because she's barely dressed. You'd be like, I I don't know if I want to play this game. Holy moly. Like, like, like. My my, my 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 seven-year-old son's in the room. This this seems a little mature for him, you know, but if she comes flipping in the room and she's got on adequate clothing, you'd be like, oh, cool. She looks cool. And then later on, obviously, you go to the store or customization store, you'd see that stuff and you'd just scroll past it. You'd be like, yeah, I'm not really interested in that. That's more than likely why they're doing it. So. When you're a Lost Ark fan for over five years and you want to play the original vision of the game... Well, I don't think the original vision of the game necessitates, you know, the clothing. Uh, I don't think the clothing needs to be automatically like, I can't believe I have to go in and cycle through my default clothing options because I want to have the, the plunging neckline. You know what I mean? Let's be honest. If she's got shoes, she needs shoelaces. What do you think of Gearbox Gaming Studios and the Embracer publisher? I don't know enough about Embracer as a publisher, but I think Gearbox has got some good stuff in their in their backlog. I think Randy Pitchford is the reason that the Borderlands franchise didn't go where it could have. 
I don't like to place blame on an individual person, but I think his pride and ego got in the way of what could have been an amazing trilogy of games, and instead he wanted to branch out. They didn't want to be known as the Borderlands developers, which is just pride and ego and foolishness, and instead of making the third Borderlands, they friggin' they they made, you know, Battleborn, which was even if Overwatch wouldn't have landed, Battleborn was a, was just a travesty of a game. It wasn't well thought out. It wasn't well built. It certainly wasn't going to scratch the itch of their main PVE loot-based audience. And uh, unfortunately, I, 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 I place most of the blame on him because I know most of that came from him. And uh, sadly, I think it hurt Borderlands 3 in a way that was undeserved. But what are you going to do? You can't put the cat back in a box. My wife walks by and says, if she can do that in those heels, she's a better woman than me. I was saying that earlier, Creature. I was like, maybe they're passively telling us that women are way stronger than us because they can go into battle wearing lingerie and the guys are going into battle looking like they're wearing, you know, dinosaur bones and pieces of a transformer for protection. And the woman's like, what do you need all that for? I'm <laughs> I'm wearing a nightie. You know, I'm wearing a friggin' nightgown. I'm fine. High heels and a nightgown. I'm, I'm ready to go. And the guy's like, I need all this armor. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's really what's happening is it's a, it's a very subtle way of saying that like, you know, men are weak. <laughs> this just in <laughs> YouTube streamer says men are weak. Um, <laughs> oh, golly. Um, there we go. Guys, we're going to be shifting gears shortly. We have another another topic scheduled for today. Star Wars Eclipse. I got an update for you. Problems in the early stages. Problem with the engine. Problems with staffing. Problem with what the public thinks. It's going to be a good one. Don't go anywhere. We're going to shift gears in just a moment. Do me a favor if you haven't done so already. Take our poll in the chat. We only need 10 more likes for 300 likes pretty good turnout on the poll i know this game is a little bit not on the menu right now there's not much going on with it it certainly isn't even here yet but we are going to be covering this game when it comes out the gameplay coverage we gave it actually did very well so if you're interested in lost ark remember to hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my daily coverage and my daily live streams um so thank you to any of the new subs that are here today any new members uh coffee orders if you get a shirt from 80s tees or display use those commands in chat Uh, so I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
Man, we were supposed to be under three hours. I jacked it up. Oh well. Let's uh let's shift gears though. Um Star Wars Eclipse. I'm not gonna show the trailer because Star Wars gets really they get a little they get a little you know <laughs> they get a little you know so we're just we're just gonna put Star Wars Eclipse up there get your thoughts on Wheel of Time do you feel they were doing a good job following the book I'm almost all the way caught up Cat, and I think yes I've been thrilled with how they've made it um I'm not I'm not I, I'm a little worried about they w- <sighs> They want, like, romance angles and people sleeping together and stuff. That's not super prominent in the books. Um, and so I'm a little worried that's going to become too prominent. There was a scene in one of the recent episodes with the Aes Sedai, and there were, like, lots of topless women, and you couldn't really see them. It was sort of like they were out of frame and kind of blurry. Because there are lots of customs like that in the book where no one's got clothes on, but it's not done in a way that's meant to evoke, like, ooh, it's not meant to be... Uh, no pun intended. It's not meant to be like titillating. It's meant to be just establishing different customs. And so I hope it remains in a rating where like that doesn't take over the show. I think it would have greater reach without all that nonsense because it's on Amazon. It can remain TV 16 and still be a really, really great show. So I hope they don't start to really focus on those things too much. Like in the first episode, there's two characters that sleep together and I'm like that wasn't in the book what the frick like so I don't I don't know um I don't know it, it, it's worrying it's worrying if uh if that becomes it's it's not prominent now it's very infrequent but the worry would be they would increase its frequency that would be my only concern I think they've done it in a way where it's like okay all right that was fine but then immediately I get worried I'm like because that obviously gets you ratings, right? When you know folks are, you know, taking their clothes off. That's stuff that gets people to watch. Um, so that's my only concern. And not because not because of my own personal beliefs about entertainment. I don't consume that kind of content. My concern would be that's not prominent in the books, right? That's not prominent in the books. It's not meant to be about, like, people jumping in the sack together. That's not what the books focus on. So... A new Batman trailer? Nice. Alright, let me get you guys um, some stuff here. Because the one scene my wife was like, oh my goodness! Because the one woman walked up and like did something and it was very clear like, oh golly, she's, you know, <laughs> she's, 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 got, she's got them right out there for everybody to see them. And it was from the side, but it was very much like, oh wow, like, you know, she was a very, she's like a very busty character and it just, it sort of took us by surprise. Like, we're not, we're not like that. We're not like, oh no, like, oh my goodness. Like, that's not how we're wired, but we definitely don't consume that kind of content. So like, I don't, I don't shut something off immediately just because there's like a little bit of a scene like that or something. I just immediately am like, you know, hopefully, hopefully that doesn't become, hopefully it doesn't become the focus. Um, so let me give you the link of where we are headed. Let me give you the link of where we are headed. We will do live redirect. Oh, let me end the poll in chat. And live redirect should work. Um, 
let's do this. It's a Star Wars Eclipse update. How many episodes you watch? I think all but the finale. I think I've watched all but the finale. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. Another episode of SNTR Gaming News, our afternoon show. We are going to be covering a Star Wars Eclipse update. Not looking good. There's multiple layers of problems here, and I'm going to be walking through all those issues. Uh, And we usually do it in a little segment just like this, and then the live stream continues for about three hours after that. So I want to walk through the actual challenges in the early stages, the engine problems, staffing problems, as well as the public's perception problems. People are not too happy about it, and we're also doing a 